following is another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents high school baseball. The 0-1 pitch, Casper swung on right back up the middle. That'll tie the ball game. That'll win the ball game for Carney. The throw home is off the mark, and Mason Casper singles back up the middle, and the Bearcats have won five in a row. Today, the Carney Bearcats host the top team in the state, the Millard West Wildcats. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Wagon gets to the sign. Here comes the next pitch. On the way. Swung on and missed, and he strikes him out. And the ball game is over. Langan comes up with uh, three strikeouts in relief, and Carney grabs the win. Winning two out of its last three, Carney has cracked the Omaha World Herald's top ten, coming in at six. They face their biggest challenge of the year as they host number one Millard West. It's the Bearcats and the Wildcats coming up next, but first, it's time for the pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio's Jeff Babel from Memorial Field in Kearney right after this word. To be a Platte River Prep school sponsor, like Awari Dunes and Copycat Printing, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. 1230 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. And welcome to Historic Memorial Field in Kearney, Nebraska for the Kearney High and Millard West game. Alongside Chris Lang and I'm Jeff Babel. Stacey John's back in the studio. A preview here of the matchup between the 12-0 and uh, number one ranked in the Omaha World Herald Millard West Wildcats and your newly ranked sixth ranked Bearcats. They're 7-2 on the year. Dropped a pair over the, or split a pair over the weekend against Lincoln High and Lincoln North Star. Against Lincoln High, they won the first game 12-2 in six innings. Had no problem there. And then in the game against the Lincoln North Star Navigators, they uh, were up 3-1 to one going into seventh inning when uh, Lincoln uh, North Star uh, rallied for three runs to win it in the bottom of the seventh. Jackson Worley belted a three-run home run in that game. And... Uh, so they came away with a loss to advance their record again to 7-2. and two. They'll take on undefeated Millard West, who over the weekend uh, hosted their own invite and had victories over Millard North by a score of 7-6, to 12-1, and one, and 8-7 to seven over Millard North, Elkhorn, and Lincoln Southwest, respectively. We're going to take a break. We had a chance to catch up with Coach Brad Archer. And then on the other side, we'll talk uh, starting lineups here on ESPN Tri-Cities 1460 KXPN. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. 
Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Well, it was supposed to be the opening game in Kearney baseball history. We all know how that worked out, and uh, Millard West hasn't missed a beat since opening day. They're 12-0, and although they have been tested. The number one team comes in to take on Kearney today, and head coach Brad Archer joins us here. And Coach, uh, probably a different feel. You never know how everybody's going to be on opening day. We had that feeling that Millard West was going to be pretty good, but they sure have went out and proved it so far through the first 12 games. Well, they have, and... and uh... You know, going into the season, I think everyone knew, coaches and media, et cetera, that they were going to have a uh, very successful year, and they've obviously gotten off to a great start being undefeated at uh, sitting there at 12-0 and 0 and just, uh, you know, looking at their stats and the way they've gone about things. They, they've had a few close games, but, uh, uh, you know, they've played 12 games, which is probably right up there with the most teams in the state, and, and I saw where they pitched like 14 different guys, so they obviously have a lot of talent and a lot of depth. Yeah, you just if you just look at the stats, they're not tearing the cover off the ball, but they have pitched outstanding a 1.45 ERA, and they also like to steal a lot of bases. They like to turn those singles into doubles. Well, they do, and and uh, they've always been uh, very athletic and very aggressive on the bases. So uh, we'll have our work cut out for us there. Our pitchers will need to do a good job of uh, keeping them close at uh, first base to give our catchers an opportunity to throw some guys out. Talking with Carney baseball coach Brad Archer again, coach, give us that little summer. How much have you seen them over the years in the summer, and and how they compare to this team we'll see today? Millard West has always been one of the top two or three teams in the state. Uh, we played them twice last summer, and we were fortunate enough to beat them six five at their place. And then they came out here later in the summer and beat us six five with, uh, if I remember correctly, with a kid tagging up at second base on a fly ball to left field that really really cost us. And again, that's just a Another, uh, you know, example of uh, being aggressive base runners and, and knowing the game of baseball. But, uh, nope, they're always good, and we're looking forward to uh, playing them tonight. For the most part, early on in this season, you've played some clean baseball. When you haven't played clean baseball, that's what hurts you. And you had an exciting win against Grand Island when we saw you on Thursday. And then maybe Saturday a little bit different. Uh, obviously, you took advantage of a lot of errors to beat Lincoln High in the first game. And then you had some mistakes of your own that probably cost you the game against Lincoln North Star. Describe your Saturday for us. Well, we did. That's exactly right. I thought, uh, you know, Lincoln High uh, probably down a little bit, and we took advantage of some mistakes that they made. And, and uh, you know, on our end, it was an opportunity for us to uh, run Noah Carpenter out there for the first time this year, and he did an excellent job on the mound through a lot of strikes. And I think Noah ended up uh, somewhere throwing six complete innings and, and uh, had something like 12 strikeouts. So it was good to see him get that opportunity and to see him perform. Uh, in the second game against Lincoln North Star, we knew Lincoln North Star uh, had played some tough teams and they had beaten Pius the game before, so we knew we were going to be in for a game there, and and, and we were. Their their pitcher uh, did an excellent job and one of the better pitchers we've seen 
up to this point in time. And and I thought our kids played uh, extremely well until we got into about the sixth inning, and then we probably had two routine ground balls that we actually fielded but made bad throws to first base. And so so we gave up a cheap run there. And then uh, and then to uh, go into the bottom of the seventh, up 3-1, we had the old dreaded leadoff walk. And anytime you do that, you're asking for trouble. And, and it uh, came back to bite us uh, because we walked the leadoff hitter in the bottom of the seventh. And then they, you know, from that point on, they were able to uh, put a couple of hits together. And so, unfortunately, uh, you know, we gave up a three spot in the bottom of the seventh with a two-run lead. Last minute here with Carney Baseball Coach Brad Archer. You're going to go with Jackson Worley on the mound today against the number one team in the state. Tell us a little bit about him, and and I know it's just probably his turn in the rotation. Well, it is his turn in the rotation, and uh, Jackson's uh, been a guy that's uh, had a lot of success in, in our program over the years, and, and uh, we're looking forward to him uh, going out there and, you know, uh, we're kind of in a situation right now. I, I don't know how many pitches we're going to let Jackson throw. We're supposed to have the uh, hat conference uh, this weekend, but kind of looking at the weather, I'm not sure that's going to take place. So, But we have to kind of plan accordingly for that as well to kind of keep our rotation set up to uh, compete in that hat conference. We were hoping to be, you know, one of the top five seeds in the hat conference. And as that came out this morning, we actually ended up number six. So, so that means we would uh, potentially have to play two games on Friday versus only playing one if we were in the top five seeds. So so we have to plan for that as well. But uh, Jackson will get the start, and we'll see how things go. And then if we have to uh, bring in, you know, two or three, four other guys and kind of pitch by committee, we'll, we'll certainly do that, especially with having another game tomorrow night versus Hastings. All right, a couple of top 10 teams here on the next two nights on ESPN Radio. Carney coach Brad Archer. Uh, coach, thanks for the time. We'll chat again tomorrow. Okay, thanks, Dad. We'll be back and get ready for Millard West and Carney right after this on ESPN Radio. An ESPN Radio Extra Point with Mike Golick, Trey Wingo, and Mike Golick Jr. Trey, congratulations. Yeah, thank listen, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Baylor was the better team yeah. throughout most of that game, yep. w- w- without question. Notre Dame made it again. They have had, had an incredible habit of coming back. They did it last year. Notre Dame has a timeout ball basically at half court. You're thinking, Enrique Gumbawale is going to make another three, like she did last year against UConn, like she did last year against Mississippi State. Final four and then the finals game. You thought that was going to happen again for the win, but I get it going inside. I mean, they take this game to overtime overtime. Lauren Cox, unfortunately, out of that game. And what can you ask for? You got your best shooter on the free throw line. I think she had missed three the entire tournament. Dad, you bring this up all the time. Your general operating procedure as an athlete is to remember some of your toughest moments and worst moments. This missed free throw was going to stick in her craw a little more than that. Hear more from Golick and Wingo tomorrow morning on ESPN Radio. It's time for some straight talk. Picture this. Your favorite team is playing. You're streaming the game. Ten seconds left. Your team shoots. Oops. Your data runs out. Look, don't let that happen. Switch to Straight Talk Wireless and get 25 gigs of high-speed data, all on America's largest and most dependable 4G LTE networks. Join Team Straight Talk and get unlimited talk and text plus 25 gigs of high-speed data for just $45 a month. Straight Talk Wireless, everything for less, only at Walmart. First 25 gigs at high speed, then 2G. See terms at straighttalk.com. Pros know doing it right means having what you need for any job on hand, so you're spending more time on the job site than away from it. Lowe's does it right by stocking job lot quantities of lumber, fencing, and decking, and at the right prices. Get volume savings on your next job at the Pro Desk, and save time by ordering at Lowe'sForPros.com. Have your order delivered or pick up in store. Our dedicated pro loaders will load you up and get you back to the job site where you belong. 
Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. See ProDesk for details, U.S. only. And welcome back to Memorial Field here for the matchup between the Carney Bearcats, sixth-ranked, and the top-ranked Millard West Wildcats. We'll start off with Millard West. Batting off and being the designated hitter, number 13, Kyan Lodice. In the two position, the third baseman, number five, Eric Standish. And batting third, number 14, the shortstop, Max Anderson. Number 18, the right fielder, Jackson Wright. You guys going right along with me there. Tristan Gomes is your five-hole hitter. He wears number 16. He's your second baseman. At first base, Ryan David is the six-hole hitter. He'll be wearing number 24. In the seven-hole, number four, Jackson Meyer, the catcher. Cohen Weakland is your eight-hole hitter. He wears number two. And in left field, Garrett Kennedy in center field. He'll be wearing number 17. And in the pitch on the pitching mound tonight, not in the batting order, number one, Preston Manicucci. Now for your home, Carney Bearcats. Number 12, Lane Shires, second baseman, number 12. Number two, number four, Corbin Foster, the first baseman. In the three-hole, number 10, catcher Braden Miller. And in the cleanup spot, number four, Mason Casper, he'll be at third base. In the five-hole hitter, number 23, Tyler Shermer, he'll be the designated hitter. In the six-hole, number 41, Seth Stroh, he'll be in right field. Number seven-hole, number 14, Sam Enberg, he'll be in left field. Batting eighth, number 24, Brant Grosskreitz, he'll be your shortstop. And batting ninth, number three, the center fielder, Trey Rodriguez, on the bound. Tonight for the Carney Bearcats, Jackson Worley. Jackson on the year does have an appearance. He is got a 2.33 ERA. He has one win on the year and two appearances, excuse me. And he'll be on the bump tonight. He'll be opposed by Paul Manacucci, who has pitched over three appearances, seven and two-thirds innings, and has a 1.83 ERA, has one win on the year. 10 walks and 11 Ks on the year. We're going to have the national anthem. So we'll take a break here and be back with the first pitch between Millard West and Kearney. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080 or our website is www.homecarney.com. You already know that Atlantic Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. 
Buffalo Roofing of Kearney, voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And welcome back to Memorial Field. Alongside Chris Lang and I'm Jeff Babel. Stacey John's back in the studio. I'd like to thank many of our fine sponsors, including SeaTech Flooring, your flooring experts. And uh, we'd also like to welcome all the listeners listening in from Millard West. Talk to the coach. Got a, quite a few listeners listening on Platinum Preps. The internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Holdridge, Lexington, Lincoln, and in Kearney, Barney Insurance today. So, Chris, filling out the lineup card. Millard West, pretty good. It might be an uphill battle for the Bearcats today. Yeah, absolutely. And Millard West, this early in the season, with all the games that have kind of gotten canceled thus far, they have not lacked in schedule schedule strength thus far. All the games they've been able to get, for the most part, all of their games, and they've played 12 compared to Carney's eight, I believe. And more importantly, they're ranked number one, and they've beaten the likes of Omaha, Burke, Lincoln Southwest. Both both teams that only have uh, one loss on the year, and obviously it's to them. So they're very much battle tested, and they're really at this point in the season, bar none, the number one team in the state and really everybody's well behind them at this point if you're being completely honest about it now they did they, they have wins over prep and southwest that were only by one run but but for the most part i mean this team has really put themselves ahead of the pack so this is going to be a tough game for carney but nonetheless it's going to be some great competition that uh you know against a team that they really haven't seen of this caliber quite yet all right we'll set the defense here for the bearcats we'll go left to right Enberg rodriguez in Stroh in the outfield casper at third gross at short Shires is at second, Foster at third, first, battery of Jackson Worley on the mound, and Miller behind the plate, and the first pitch from the windup, left-handed hitter for Millard West is high for ball number one. Well, Worley's pitched quite a bit for that junior team last season for Carney Post 52. He's got a nice fastball, nice big body, so he's a guy who's going to try to work and throw strikes in there, and we'll see how his off-speed plays today. And there's a high foul ball to right field. The wind will be taking that, but that is going to be way out. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate, or Home Realty, excuse me. Go see Rhonda Johnson today. There's no place like home. And already you can just see kind of the difference between Millard West and Papio South from the game we did last time. That ball was hit very well, foul, although it does just go down as a strike. And hit by pitch there, so leadoff batter for Millard Weiss. Uh... Kyan Lodice will advance on the hit-by-pitch, so trouble early for Jackson Worley. I'm not sure if they were trying to get a pitch him inside, but he pulled that first ball well foul inside, and then that time they came in and hit him, so maybe trying to establish that inner part of the plate early, and you know what? Sometimes you, if, if you're going to miss, you you got to hit him, and you got to have that confidence and go right back in there regardless of that hit-by-pitch result. Big lead over at first, not going. First pitch is a strike right down the middle for Worley. He'll face Eric Standish. Wildcat second baseman or third baseman, excuse me. Miller West been able to put up some runs, so we'll see. I, I'd imagine they're going to try to play for some bigger innings early on in this game, and maybe the small ball is not going to be an option for a team like this. Worley does a quick pickoff move, and back easily is Lodice. So we're, we're previewing the wind a little bit. That's quite a bit, 15, 20 miles an hour from the from the left field to right field sign, so you won't see a lot of pulled home runs today. Worley delivers, foul ball up the left field line, hits the third base coach Fry, Steve Fry, head coach for the Wildcats, in the hands. Go see uh, Lori Sierra there for Home Real Estate, the foul ball sponsor. There is no place like home. 
really does a pretty nice job. I, I don't think it's necessarily intentional, but he, the, the way he releases that pitch, it's kind of hard to pick up till the very end. He kind of tucks it behind his body for quite a long time, and sometimes that is enough for the batter to swing over the top of it. Big lead for Lotus. He's not going again, and it's high and inside to Standish to even the count. Two and two. And haven't seen any real off-speed yet from Orly. We'll see here right after that high fastball if he goes with something, see how his breaking ball is working today, if that's his uh, a pitch he's going to be able to use to strike out some lower West hitters. And the runner is going. It's high for a ball. Throwdown is going to be one bounce, and it should be in time, and it is. So caught stealing is Kyan Lotus. Ball was high to Eric Standish, so it will still be a full count now. I believe it was a 2-2. 2-2 count. I must have missed a foul ball in there somewhere. Actually, there, really challenged him again with a fastball. Not sure if he wanted it up high, but it's good that he didn't go to that breaking ball because he would not have uh, Miller wouldn't have had time to throw that Miller to West runner out. And here comes the two-two, and it's into the gap to left field. Enberg under giving chase, and it is a called safe by the home plate umpire. So it looks like it did one hop into his glove. So I think we'll rule that a hit. It's tough to see the scoreboard at this hour. Not very well lit, but we'll give uh, Standish the hit. So Max Anderson will be your new batter for Millard West. He wears number 14. He plays shortstop. See if Standish goes second. No, he doesn't. It is a ball outside. Good velocity there from Worley, but just missed a spot. And on that last pitch to Standish, he actually had a nice little changeup or off-speed pitch of some sort, and really he just blooped it out there and it happened to get on base, so we really can't be too, uh, get too concerned with the result on that last pitch. And another called strike right down the middle. So 0-2 count, or 1-1 is the count now to Anderson. Anderson on the year, Chris, 368 hitter, so he's one of those potent uh, hitters for Millard West. Medium-sized lead at first. Worley looks him back, delivers off-speed breaking ball, called strike two. And that's the pitch. He's, if he can locate that breaking ball, he's got enough, enough velocity on that fastball that Miller West has to respect it quite a bit. If he can get that breaking ball in there uh, at you know a 50% strike rate, he's going to have a nice day, I think, as long as he can stay away from uh, Miller West putting together one large inning. Pitch is delivered and roped in the left field for a base hit, so that'll advance the runner. So first and second now with one out for Millard West. But just a nice piece of hitting it. Uh, nothing, nothing more than you can do. Max Anderson's a pretty good hitter there for Millard West. But if you're early, you got to be careful here not to give up the early run. Yeah, and, you know, the, the biggest thing right now is he's, he's getting in there. He's shown an ability to throw his off speed for strikes. It's still early in the game now. He's given up two hits, but they both come on. Uh, off-speed pitches that, you know, Millard West really earned their hits. It's, it's not like they, uh, you know, it's not like he's throwing them right down the middle and Millard West has been clobbering them thus far. He's really, the, the two hits Millard West has had, uh, they've just been kind of well-placed thus far. The umpire in me comes out here and says it's an infield fly situation. Worley looks back his runner, breaking ball misses high and outside for ball number one. And now you see there with the, Starting them off with the breaking ball, it's the first time we've seen that thus far. So, again, the, the biggest thing, I think, for really this game is going to be if he can command that off speed and counts that don't, you know, mention that aren't what the first thing you'd think would be an off speed pitch coming. If he can get it over there on 0 or 2 1. There's a deep fly ball to right field taking that win, and uh, right fielder's looking up, and it is gone. So, a three run home run 
for Jackson Wright. We talked about that win, Chris. We didn't think it would be much of a, a factor going out to left field, but it is blowing pretty hard to right. So Millard West already up 3 nothing in the top of the first. Yeah, and that's that's absolutely killer right there. And, again, it was you just you couldn't get that breaking ball over that first pitch. I, you can imagine early in this game, right, was sitting on that fastball, and he, he definitely didn't miss it there. But now you got to regroup and – you know, give yourself a chance. You got to try to hold Millard West here to three runs this inning. Maybe if you can hold them to two the next four or five innings, you can still give yourself a chance to win this game. First home run on the year for Goldman, or for, excuse me, Jackson Wright. And first pitch is a ball outside to Gomez. And that's by far the hardest ball we've seen hit all year excuse there me. by Wright. That was his third home run. I was looking at Gomez's stats. And a called strike on the inner half there for Worley. If you're Worley here, reading the body language, Chris, you may be a little bit upset, but at this point you just got to move on. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to naturally just, you know, act like nothing happened out there. But he, he looks like, I mean, I don't think he's what you'd say rattled or anything like that. He's just upset that, yeah, you that's know, that one happened to get out of there. 2-1 now count with the breaking ball missing low and outside. Gomez, a left-handed hitter for Millard West, and he ropes that one. On his hands, but he pulled it way foul. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Go see Steve Corum today if you're looking to buy or sell a house. And these lefties from Lower West, they've been really looking inside. They've been trying to get their hands, and they've right now they're really getting those inside pitches really well. Worley inside again, drop third strike. Miller will throw it down to first, and Foster gets it for the strikeout. So the second out of the inning, and the first strikeout. For Jackson Worley, that'll bring up Ryan David, first baseman for Millard West. And David on the year, Chris, 269 hitter, but he does have one home run. Yeah, and, you know, for the most part, I think everybody in Millard West order, at least in the top five or six hitters, they're going to have the ability to hit a home run. I can say that without even really looking at a scouting board just based off their history. Ball high here to or Ryan David, the two first names man, wears number 24, plays first base. Worley deals from the windup. High leg kick, delivers low and in the dirt for ball number two. Again, Miller West thus far, a lot, none of their hitters are going to get cheated inside. That, from what I've seen, when, when they've been getting the ball inside or when Worley's been throwing it in there, they're not getting cheated. They're either pulling it well foul or hitting it pretty well. So you might have to go away for a while here. Worley does go away, and it is a cold strike one. Quick, it might have missed on the outer half, but a cold strike there. And that's definitely you want to pick up as a catcher. When they go back to the dugout, these guys say, hey, he's giving you two or three inches extra on the outside of what he normally does, so go ahead and keep using it. And there's a foul ball again, so it'll even the count at two and two. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Go see Robert Fitzgerald today. Home Real Estate, there's no place like home. So 2-2 count. Worley trying to get out of the inning here. Deals from the windup. And foul ball. Wasn't sure if he had made contact with it. Didn't hear a ping of the bat. But another foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. He's had a couple good breaking ball here now. Breaking balls here now in a row is he's kind of been starting that thing right where his fastball's been finishing in the middle of the zone, but he, it's actually breaking down, obviously, like a breaking ball would. But that hitter, it's just tunneling to him. So the last thing he remembers is that pitch was a fastball. Now it's down at his feet. That's why they're having a lot of swings and misses, just like that one right there to Man. finish the inning. Yep, that will retire the side of swinging strike on the off speed pitch. So Gross, or Worley gets two strikeouts, but does give up the three run home run to Jackson Wright. So three runs on three hits. 
No errors and no left on base. We'll head to the bottom of the first. Millard West 3, Carney coming up. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Shires, Foster, and Miller do up for the Bearcats already down 3-0. They're going to face Preston Manicucci. First pitch from Manicucci. He comes out of the windup. Shires, a right-handed bitter, and a fastball is fouled. Just fouled down the left field line. That foul ball brought to you by Robert Keyett of Home Realty. Home Real Estate, there's no place like home. So quick one-strike count to Lane Shires. Manicucci delivers. And it is just low and outside for ball number one. Evens the count on Lane Shires. Again, obviously just a sample size of one swing for Carney, but both these teams just, they love anything coming inside or down the middle, they're going to be pulling that thing right away. These Just a lot of quick hands on display today. And Coochie in on the hands, and Shires fights it off to stay alive. Or strike number two. Shires on the year, Chris, has done pretty well. 438 average, so... That's the reason he's hitting lead off. Manicucci delivers from the windup, and looks like that might have been ball two, but Shires fouls it off, trying to stay alive with two strikes. That foul ball brought to you by Rhonda Johnson. Home real estate, there's no place like home. Pretty nice crowd on hand, Chris. The first game we did, it was a little, a little cold and windy, so the crowd wasn't as nice. So good, good hand, good crowd on hand today. Whirly fit pitches and delivers, and that's fouled way to the right. Ryan Baruna. From Home Real Estate, he'll help you with your buying or selling needs. Home Real Estate, there's no place like home. So Orly's working quick here, already on the rubber. Toes it, throws the pitch, and swing and a miss. Caught him with the off speed. So the first strikeout of the game and the first out for Preston Manicucci. Manicucci there, that looked like a very nice slider or some sort of breaking pitch. It looked at the at least the way it broke, it looked appeared to be a slider, and he's Thus far, the way he's looked, he looks like his fastball's got quite a bit of run on it. It's 
getting in on the hands of righties pretty well, and it's it's not flat and straight. And when you've got something like that, it doesn't, you know, you can take three, four miles an hour off, and it's still going to take get off of people's barrels because of the way that ball moves, and he's a nice little pitcher. Corbin Foster, the first baseman, steps in, left-handed batter, and takes a cold strike on the outer half of the plate for strike number one. And Corbin Foster on the year, 250 hitter, takes inside and low for ball number two. And Manicucci already, we've seen a few off-speed pitches from him. He, it looks like he's a three-pitch pitcher, really. We saw that nice little slider slurve earlier, and right there, change up on a 0-1 count that really did just fade it down. That was the only reason he didn't swing at it. So he looks like he's got a lot of things working, and he's a really well-built overall pitcher. He's not just a thrower out there. He's really developed a lot of pitches on the mound. That one misses low and in the dirt, and he hits to the backstop for ball number one. So there's count here for Foster. Sees the next pitch. It's an off-speed pitch down the middle, but misses high. So now 3-1 and one is the count to the... Number two hitter, Corbin Foster, Miller on deck, and Casper, the hero of the Grand Island game from last Thursday, in the hole. Here's the 3-1 offering, and it is a cold strike. Foster thought maybe he had the base. Like it did catch the outer half there, so 3-2 is the count now. Let's see what Worley wants to do here. Delivers out of the windup, and off-speed pitch. And that one's called a ball. So a base on balls for Carbon Foster. And Carney gets its first base run of the day. He's he, That was called a ball, but Chris, I mean, Minicucci, he's pitching them where you want to so, so that if you do swing at it, you're not going to get it on the barrel of the bat and you're going to get it out. So just miss there. Yeah, that pitch actually looked pretty similar to the one before, but, you know, I... And it's, it's whatever, I suppose. You know, 3-1, maybe you give it to him. The next one, you've got to bring it in. Maybe it was a few extra inches outside. But, yeah, Manicucci, he's – but one thing I will say about Carney, they've already made him throw 12 pitches and now 13 as that one misses. So, at the very least, these Carney hitters are at least getting a good grasp on what he looks like on the mound as opposed to, you know, having a five, six-pitch first inning. And next thing you know, you're going out there and you basically have the same scouting report you had on him before the game. Miller steps into the plate. Thanks, ball one, like Chris had said. Shy, or Foster over there at first base, not a terribly big lead. And a called strike right down the middle for Manicucci, so that'll even the count. Manicucci, really, that he's got a little two-seamer and a four-seamer, and I'm not sure if it's just natural tail on his four-seamer, but if we assume that he's got a two-seam and a four-seam, that two-seam action, really, it almost works like another pitch. I mean, that thing really runs in on righties. And that's probably something everybody's saying in the dugout right now. Like, hey, we got to, you know, his, his ball is going to be running in a lot. And really, as a hitter, it's not like he can, with how fast the ball's already coming anyway, it's not like you can adjust your swing too much to it. But it's certainly something that, to keep a point of emphasis on, something that could help Manacucci down the road for, uh, you know, his aspirations for college. Ball outside to Miller. Miller batting 500 on the year, so a small sample size for Carney. Six for 12 is Miller. Does have four runs scored, so if he gets on Good chance he's going to score. Hitters count here for Miller. Casper and Shermer awaiting their turn. And Akuchi delivers. And that's a called strike. Just on the outer half there. 2-2 count now. And another deep count for Jackson Minacucci. Minacucci, I would say, would be the number three or four guy for Miller to West. Worley the same for Carney, and that one misses low and outside. 
Or ball number three. So and already for Carney, we've got Manicucci's already thrown, I believe, seventeen pitches. So and right right here is just a huge if Braden Miller can get on here, you're looking at Manicucci. First off, you're looking at potentially scoring a couple runs, but also Manicucci, you could potentially be down the hole for about twenty five, thirty pitches just in this inning. Delivers and a ground ball to second base, and it's gonna get through for a single. And misplayed by the right fielder, but gets it in in time. So Foster thought about going third, but realized he wasn't Trey Rodriguez and it stayed right there at second. So just like Miller to West, Carney's got first and second with one out, courtesy running now for Carney. Will Richter will come into the game for Miller since Miller is the catcher. That's one of those quirky rules that you'll see different from the major leagues to the lower leagues of high school and Legion ball, the courtesy runners. If you've got a really fast guy, it could be very advantageous for the Bearcats. And for Miller right there, how hard grounded to the right side. Actually, if the Carney didn't have a runner at first, I think they would have been able to glove it as Miller West is in double play depth. But a good piece of hitting there by Miller is, you know, Manicucci hasn't really showed a whole lot of pitches on the outer corner. He's been running that fastball inside. And on that pitch, he happened to catch that outer corner, and Miller was ready for it and hit it into that turf and hit it pretty well, and it got to right. First pitch to Casper is a called striking on the hands. So Max and Casper, hero from the Grand Island game, is a 400 hitter on the year. Takes time. Thought maybe Manicucci took a little too much time. So Casper called and was granted the time. Manicucci, two on, one out. Looks back the runner at second, delivers. High leg kick, ground ball third. Could be a double play here. Out at third and throws across and... First baseman stays on the bag, so an inning-ending double play. That one goes 5-3 in your book. And the Carney Bearcats had two on and had a chance to bring in some runs, but an inning-ending double play will end this one. So Carney gets no runs on one hit, no errors, and one man left on base. We'll go to the top of the second. Do up for Millard West, Meyer, Weakland, and Kennedy. And they lead it 3-0 after one. Millard West 3, Carney 0. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Back here at Memorial Field alongside Chris Lang and I'm Jeff Babel. First pitch from Worley is high. Four ball number one. He's facing Jackson Meyer, the opposing catcher. Here comes pitch number two, and that's fouled off just off the end of the bat. That foul ball brought to you by Amy Johnson at Home Realty. There's no place like home. 
Miller West, we've seen quite a few lefties in the lineup for Miller West, and that's kind of a blessing for them. You don't really, you know, it's it's tough on the, this population. I don't know what percentage of the population is left-handed, but I know it's not 50%. I know it's closer to about 10. So when you've got the, this many lefties and you're seeing so many righties throughout the year, not only as a right-handed pitcher, is that ball skips back for a ball. Not only as a right-handed pitcher, he's so used to facing righties, but now they've got the advantage to see that ball at your hand a little bit quicker uh, being on that left side. Worley delivers the pitch, and it looks high for ball number three. So 3-1 count. Yeah, I was down talking to Coach Rice before the game, and I looked at his lineup card. Uh, most of their bench is left-handed, so quite a bit. And I don't know if that may be switch hitting as well as part of it, but Miller West, I mean, that helps when you got a platoon. And a called strike on the outer half. So that'll even the count. Three balls and two strikes to Jackson Meyer. Jackson Meyer, 318 on the year, and has one home run. There are no home runs, one triple, excuse me. And there's a fly ball to center field. Rodriguez is camped under it. The wind will help keep that in the park. So fly out there for Jackson Meyer. And one away for the Bearcats. You know, you look at Millard West, how they've swung it so far. They've done a nice job overall. And for for Worley, you know, he's kind of settled in a little bit. The one thing he's not getting is he's kind of been up in the zone a little. And I'm I'm not one opposed to always throwing up in the zone, but did the... You know, home plate umpire today is just not giving anything that's, you know, anywhere near the elbows. It's just not getting called a strike today. Colin Weakland grounds it to Casper over there at third and a quick throw across the plate or across the diamond to get him. So one pitch and another out for Jackson Worley. That goes 5-3. And nice job by Mason Casper. That hot corner, sometimes, like you were saying, Chris, that could take a bounce anywhere. But uh, Casper fielded it and threw it across for out number two. And interesting how instinctive Casper was there. He fielded it right away and threw him out by about 45 feet. I don't yeah. know if he knows he can take his time a little bit there, but it certainly shows you how quickly you have to get that rid of that ball if you can't yip it over there about 90 miles an hour. Kennedy now grounds ball to Shires at second base, and he's quick, but he's not quick enough. Shire retires him for three. So after giving up three in the first, they go one, two, three in the second. Does Millard West, no runs, no hits, no errors, and no man left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the second. Carney Bearcats will be up. Due up will be Shermer, Stroh, and Enberg. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Kearney Baseball in this broadcast. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney high baseball. 
The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. Back here at Memorial Field, first pitch is high and outside to Tyler Schirmer, the designated hitter. Worley got out of a jam in the first with a 5-3 double play. Ball is in the dirt there for ball number two. So 2-0 count now for Shermer. Shermer on the air. Um, a 083 hitter, but he is the DH, so he just needs to get going here. So Tyler digs in and looks at a strike. Breaking ball from Manicucci. Right there, Manicucci showing a breaking ball in a 2-0 count in a game he's up three in the second inning. So you know he can really throw whatever he wants in any counter, at least showing that confidence to be able to do so. And Shermer lines it to center and a deep play there by the shortstop. Looked like it was going to be an easy hit, uh, but tremendous range out there by Anderson. But Shermer does beat it out. That'll be an infield hit for Carney. So another leadoff better on or leadoff batter on for Carney. Seth Stroh will step to the plate. That was actually a tremendous range by that shortstop there to actually even I get to it that was thing. Easily yeah, I th- that's one of those where the you know if you're a hitter there, you maybe start jogging down the line a little bit. So Shermer did a good job of not bailing out on that play, but tremendous range by that shortstop and giving himself a chance to even have. Uh, you know, most people don't even get to that ball, much less get the ability to throw it off your foot and only be lost by a step there. Shermer doesn't have, Carney doesn't steal a lot, but Shermer does have one of the four still stolen bases. And Stroh looks at ball number two. So 2 0 count now for the Bearcats. So Worley's been pitching well, but Carney's been hitting well as well. So they just need to piece it together. Worley looks back. Shermer at first. Delivers inside and low for ball number three. So 3-0 count now. Moncestro, the right fielder. Stroh kind of been in a little bit of a funk, but he's one of the better athletes in Carney High, you know, overall. And he, he really can hit a fastball, too. He actually, in his freshman year, had a walk-off grand slam against Grand Island in the junior state. So he's a guy who, at any point in time, he could catch fire, go about 7 for 10, and get that average back up to... A uh, level that he's certainly capable of. 3-0 automatic red light from Coach Archer, and it is a cold strike. So 3-1 count, still a hitter's count for, for Seth Stroh. And looks at ball number four. Looks like a breaking pitch just missed high. So first two guys are on for the Bearcats. Just like the previous inning, they got two on with less than two out. And Sam Enberg will do his best to bring it in. Sam on the year. 500 hitter, doesn't have nearly at bats of everyone else. He is one for two on the year, does have two runs scored in his three plates appearances. You see uh, Miller West third baseman creeping up a little bit. It, it is a possibility here, just so Carney could get on the board if they want with Ingberg, who's batting seventh, and there he does show bunt. And he takes high for ball two, and Meyer quickly thought about throwing back to second to keep Shermer honest. So Shermer at second, Stroh at first. Stroh walked. Shermer with the single. Enberg at the plate. Worley delivers, showing bunt, and that's behind him. Nearly hit Sam. 
So ball number two. And if you're Coach Archer, do you tell Sam to swing away here, or do you go for the bunt? Well, I, again, I'm not Coach Archer, but I think certainly uh, with the way Manicucci has kind of been pitching here, they just walked Stroh. Uh, he's down 2-0 on Ingberg. I would, you know, I'd, I'd, if I were Ingberg, I would show a bun and I'd pull it back basically no matter what, to be honest. I'd take my chances. If he if he can get this count back to 2-1, then go ahead and, you know, try to bunt there. But I think there's something to be said about if, if you've got a guy who's thrown six out of his last seven pitchers for balls, you know, I don't think there's anything hurt and, you know, giving up a strike potentially that could be really easy to bunt because I think if you play the odds at least, if you can get this thing to 3-0 count, now you're talking about having a base runner on, on without having to do any work. You got the bases loaded early in the game with nobody out. So uh, if I were Ingberg, I would show bun, I'd pull it back. But I'd, I'm not sure if there's a call for that per se from Coach Archer. But we'll see here. He went down to talk to Coach Archer while Steve Fry led a pitching visit. So the first pitching visit for Millard West. Ingberg does show bunt and fouls that off the plate. And it is a strike, so Amy Johnson from Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Call Amy today if you're looking to buy or sell your home. So 2-1 count now to Ingberg. And a good job by it there by Manicucci throwing that ball outside. We're Ingberg trying to get that thing down the third baseline to make the third baseman come get it. He's got to stay honest with runners from first and second, and Ingberg just couldn't get that bat over there. Shows bump, pops it up. That's a dangerous play. Almost hits Dave Greek down there at the first base. Line. Hopefully that ball will be on the news. <laughs> uh, did you just Brother-in-law Dave Green. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. I was debating whether to say that. The Langan connection. We you don't have need, Jimmy out yeah. there umpiring. <laughs> Otherwise, everyone would be here. So now 2-2 count. Hamburg will be probably swinging here, but he does show bunt. Ball outside. As soon as I was going to say he was swinging, he showed bunt, and I kind of got flustered there. So full count now. For Enberg, yeah. another deep count. They showed a bun on two-two. I cannot, but you know, he might show it again here three-two. But I would, I would just let Enberg swing at this point. The pitcher may be just expecting that bunt to be out there. Enberg shows bunt, pulls it back, and low and outside for ball number four. Maybe Sam was just showing bunt, had no intentions of actually throwing down the bunt. If it was close, would have swung away. So bases loaded now. Back-to-back walks for the Bearcats, and another threat. For Carney and Grosskreitz, the shortstop will step in. And that's it for Manicucci. So he goes one in. One plus. One inning. Yeah, just one plus. Yep, so he's still responsible for all three batters. So it looks like they're going to bring in the right fielder, or was that a new uh, player? He was warming up in the pen. Okay, left-hander, so uh, 19. 19. So we'll take a break. We'll tell you who number 19 is and see if Carney can muster across a few more runs. You're listening to ESPN, Tri-Cities. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. 
When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney, voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTech Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTech at SeaTechRestoration.com. Bases loaded and no out for the Carney Bearcats. And Xander Hay is into the game for Millard West, the left-hander. Swinging strike one to Grosskreitz. Grosskreitz a 250 hitter on the year. Off-speed pitch there from Hay. Southpaw delivers and another one. Swinging strike two. So trying to limit the damage here. All three runners on base right now will be charged to Manacucci. But an 0-2 count now for Xander Hay. Lefty deals from the stretch. And that's a called ball just on the outside edge. And I think Grosskreitz just got away with one there. But, you know, one thing I've noticed is Hayes coming east on two just devastating off-speed pitches. And that's one big disadvantage being in this Carney area. You just don't have a scouting report on guys like that. And he just devoured him with two off-speed pitches right away that – Quite frankly, you just don't see a lot of guys with change-ups quite like Hay does. And if that would have been on the scouting report, I think at the very least, Grosskreitz would have been taking there. So takes another ball there, low and in the dirt. 2-2 is the count. Grosskreitz, right-handed hitter, throws it to center field. Looks like it'll get down for a hit. Coach Archer is going to hold the runner from second, so the bases will remain loaded. But Shermer scores, Stroh to third, Enberg to second. And Brant Grosskreitz with an RBI single to cut the lead now 3-1 to one for Carney. So Carney, despite the new pitcher, keeps the momentum they had from early in the first period. And that was actually a tr- tremendous job by Grosskreitz there. He didn't really look like he had a chance. The first two swings comes back, puts a g- beautiful swing on a breaking ball and puts it in the center field. Rodriguez grounds to short. Won't be a double play here, so it'll be an RBI. And it'll be an infield single as well. Sort of that Bermuda Triangle between short, second base, and the pitcher. And Anderson wasn't able to get there in time to get the speedy Rodriguez. So an RBI infield single now for Rodriguez. And we'll turn the lineup back to the top. It'll be Lane Shires. He struck out in the first. No outs for the Bearcats. 3-2 they trail. But they have the bases loaded. And that's a called ball inside, and the catcher, Meyer, will go out to chat to Hay. And, you know, not bad we go back to is Grosskreitz. He got down 0-2. Hay, I really honestly thought that he located his fastball in there for strike three. Didn't get quite get the call. Next thing you know, you've got no outs still, and Carney's up 2 nothing with Or, excuse me, they're, they've got two runs down 3-2 here, but and still nobody out here for Carney. So a huge turn of events there just based off that one call. And a called ball on the outside as well. So whatever they talked about wasn't quite effective there. Northwest again, they've got another guy warming up already, another lefty. So they're kind of in trouble here early on if they can't get a few outs this inning. And it's a fly ball to left field. Should be caught there by Weakland and tagging. And ball will be cut off and relayed home, but not in time. So Ingberg will score and get that RBI 
Delane Shires on the sacrifice fly. And Carney has evened this ball game up. And based off the momentum, once that three-run home run in the first, you thought, oh, no, we're down 3 nothing to the number one team here, Chris. But Carney, give them credit. They have not given up, and they're now tied in the second inning. Yeah, absolutely. And right there, if you're Miller to West, now, if you're Carney, you're certainly happy you got that run home. But if you're Miller to West, at least now you see an out on that scoreboard and see if Hay can settle down here and get Carney out of here without scoring any more runs. But Carney's still certainly with their uh, top of the order, duo, or with their number two hitter up now. They're still in striking distance. Foster takes the off speed pitch at the knees for strike number one. Foster walked in the first. Three three is your score. Let's see how this works with lefty versus lefty. We'll see how well Foster can hit a left hander. He just doesn't see him probably very often. Ball inside. We'd like to thank many of our fine sponsors that allow us to be here today, including Duncan Tice Construction. Building with confidence. Three three is count. Corbin Foster on the year two fifty hitter. Looking to increase that average here. First and second, no out. Takes a big hack of that one low, and it is a Swinging strike, so 0 2 count. Or 2 2 count. 1 2 count. I cannot see that scoreboard. You know, hey, he, he, already here with only three or four batters faced, I think Carney's got a pretty good idea that, hey, he wants to throw breaking balls as often as possible. They're just going to have to be able to look for that breaking ball and still catch up to that fastball when it comes. That one misses low as well. So even the count now 2 and 2, 2 Foster. And already early in the season, I think on uh, the opening home game, Corbin Foster is hitting eighth in that lineup. He belted one to center. Uh, turns around, um, um, what is it, two weeks later, and now he's batting second. That's a foul ball down the right field line. Hold that one on the lefty-lefty matchup. Missed probably by a good four or five feet. Just a strike there for Hay. 2-2 will remain the count. Set your Miller West lineup. Weakland, Kennedy, and right, left to center, left to right. Hey, looks back the runner at second, trying to keep him close. Delivers, looks like a sidearm, and that's going to go to right center. Should be caught, and it is caught there by right, tagging and going to third. Is Rodriguez? Yeah, or Grosskreis, excuse me. Number 10, Miller. That'll bring up Braden Miller, the number three old hitter for the Bearcats. And courtesy running again for the catcher will be Will Richter. Again, Carney been able to get a couple. But when you have that off-speed type pitcher, maybe somebody doesn't dominate with your velocity, can get the ball in the air a little bit more often just because you got a little bit more time to wait on it. And these have been situations where Carney's been able to put it in the air and move some runners over. And a foul ball out of play leaves the stadium. That foul ball brought to you by Mark Shipperite of Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. We'll see how long, how, what the what Hay looks like, depending on how long Miller West has him go. But I, I think he's kind of – you just look at the way he pitches, and you, it, it's very much it's kind of you know what you're going to get right now. You're going to try to – he's going to try to throw his off speed as often as possible, and it, it's going to fool a couple guys this first time through the order. You see uh, how they make the adjustment. Now, they've done a nice job bouncing back after they've seen it one or two times. But when they see that – when they actually get up there and see it, after having been up there before, see how they react to some of those pitches. Ball low to Miller, one and one. Miller did get the single right field in the first inning, so he's one for one on the year. 
Hey, first and third. Anytime you have a left-hander, that's a called strike. Fastball on the other half. You worry about the pickoff move with those left-handers. First and third. One, two, the count to Miller. Two away, and he called strike three. Two in the inning. But Carney does do some damage. They got three runs on three hits. No Millard West errors. And they leave two left on base. They'll even the score three to three. Millard West will come up in the top of the third with the top of their order. Lodi, Stanish, and Anderson. 3-3, Miller West and Carney High. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. And welcome back to Carney High. Jeff Babel alongside Chris Lance, Stacy Johns back in the studio. Top of the lineup for Millard West. Kyan Lodice will step in. He'll face Jackson Worley. And that'll be a foul ball down the right field line. Another Millard West pitcher is warming up. That foul ball brought to you by Teresa De Lafayette. Of home real estate, there's no place like home. Lodice there again. He's he's looking for anything inside. He's just trying to pull that ball. He's pulled three or four way over towards the uh, their own bullpen. So if they can get him inside, and right there, really attacking him inside again. So I'm not sure uh, if he's if he's missing his spot or maybe Carney thinks they can throw him in there and he'll just keep fouling him off. And then for their uh, you know their final pitch, so to speak, they can get him with something soft away. Lodice bats left-handed, gets off-seat pitch, swings right through it for strike number two. Lodice on the year, Chris, pretty good hitter, a 345 hitter and six steals. So if he gets on, look for him to be going to second. One, two, the count from Worley, and that's hit right back up the middle for a base hit into center field. So just as I say that, we'll get to see Ryan Kyan Lodice. Again, he got caught stealing in the first. So we'll be seeing if he wants to test Braden Miller on this time. That pitch just barely got enough of that zone for Lodice to go ahead and poke it out to center field. And actually, I shouldn't say poke. Actually, that's probably the incorrect word. If Certainly, if I got that hit, I would want it to be called something <laughs> different because he smashed, smashed it pretty good. Yeah. And he heads to second, but it's fouled away. So he'll have to retreat back to first. Go see Steve Corum from Home Realty if you're looking to buy or sell a home. Home real estate, there's no place like home. So a smashing single to center field for Kyan Lodice. Gives a leadoff batter on for this 
Second time. And a called ball high and inside to Eric Standish. Eric on the year 419 hitter. Do some damage here. Lodice with a nice aggressive lead. Early gets his sign from Miller. Looks back Lodice. Delivers, pitch out, and Lodice was not going, so a ball high and outside to Eric Standish. This is a critical sequence here for Worley in that first inning. This was the part of the lineup that really gave him fits, and quite frankly, it's given everybody fits this year. But if he can get through this with just giving up one run, I think Carney's in good position, and that, I think that's something you can ask for potentially. Ball low. Looks like a call that a. Stolen base for Lodice. It was a tough play for Miller. It was low and in the dirt. He had to dig it out. So down to second is Ryan Lodice. And that'll make it a 3-1 count. On Standish. Standish with the single to left field in the first. If he does that again here, Miller West could retake the lead. Worley looks back. The runner delivers high and ball number four. So base on balls for Jackson Worley, and Millard West has two on with no out, and that'll bring up Max Anderson, the number three hole hitter. And Max in the first inning also singled to left field. And, yeah, right right now this is for Carney. This is kind of the – now they've been able to swing the bat and Millard West is deep in their bullpen. I'm not saying they can't come back in this game, but if you're looking for something to really uh, put this game in your favor, if you can just get through this and, again, with one or maybe even two runs, you call that a win right here because this middle of the lineup is just giving them fits. Orly delivers outside, and I don't know speculatively who's pitching tomorrow against Hastings for Carney, but you would think it would be either Big Rose, Kreitz, or Casper, so – Coach Archer's probably going to hopefully rely on Jackson to go deep in this game. 1-0 is the count. Jackson looks back. Lodice at second. Delivers. And he's missing outside again for ball number two. So Jackson's probably just trying to not give Anderson anything to hit, but he's not throwing him the strike now either. Yeah, this is a tough situation because you can't really... You you don't want to just challenge him too much and give him your best stuff, so to speak, right down the middle, but... You've got Wright on on deck, who clawed you for a three-run homer last time. So uh, you certainly need to calm down, just try to execute a pitch, and you know what? He might might hit it for a line drive, but for the most part, you got to kind of attack him with whatever you got for the most part, and you know, live to see another day. But with this 2-0 count, certainly favors Millard West. But if Worley can get back in there, have have him foul one off, then come back with some off speed, you could also get a double play. Worley delivers from the stretch, misses outside, and it's called strike, actually. So I got a little ahead of myself there. So he's attacking outside, that's for sure, and then get the got the benefit of the call there this time. Get something on the ground here, maybe turn two. Corners are in. And as a Line down the left field line, and that looks like it is foul. And that was foul by a hair. That was not foul by very much. It just that the hitter got in front of it that had a little front spin on it, and that was just enough to keep that thing from staying fair. And that would have really opened the game up for Millard West. I think that would have that would have certainly scored uh, the 
run at second base, the fast was it Lodice or yeah, Lodice. He would have certainly scored on that, and that would have Miller West at the very least was runners on second and third, up four to three with nobody out. But now we're looking to come back here on a two-two pitch, really change this game. Here comes the two-two. Looks back the runner at second, aggressive lead. And it's foul ball, so back-to-back foul balls brought to you by Home Real Estate in Carning. There's no place like home. Go see Wendy Vassar today if you're looking to buy or sell a home. That was a pretty nice curveball there from Morley. That's one you wish that, you know, you, you execute a pitch that well on a 2-2 pitch against a three-hole hitter for most hitters in Nebraska. That's probably getting a strike out there, but you just see the difference. That's what happens when you face the number one team in the state. You just got to make perfect pitches, and right there's one. Fooled him on the inside pitch. He'd been working him out, 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 and out, and then finally went in and got the called strike. So big out there for Jackson Worley. That'll bring up Jackson Wright. Three-run home run in the first. Open the scoring. And we're looking out there in right field. Stroh's starting to back up a little bit closer to the warning track. Worley. One out. Looks back, low dice at second, and it's fouled off the feet of Jackson Wright. So he's trying to challenge him, doesn't want to forget the first inning, but doesn't want to give up a walk or anything either. Right, looks like he's looking for two home runs too. He certainly didn't get cheated on that last swing, but... You know, it's kind of sometimes a bad thing about hitting a home run. Now, I'm not – he's got about three or four of them on the season, but you're still trying to – if you could just get a base hit here, you'd be pretty happy with yourself. Pickoff move at second base, nearly thrown into center field, but nice play by Grosskreitz to jump up and grab that one. And, uh, yeah, if you're Anderson, thinking you might hit a home run every time, and that's sometimes if you hit a home run early, you forget there's other ways on base as well. So 0-1 count to, to Max Anderson or Jackson Wright, excuse me, Anderson, called out looking, and that's ball outside. It looked like it was intentionally thrown just a little outside to see if Jackson would maybe try to pull that one for a home run as well, but he lays off for ball number one. And I think for the most part right now, if you're in, you know, the Carney pitching staff right now, you're trying to give him, so when you're going to throw him a fastball, you want to get it out of the zone, kind of change his eye level, change the way he's looking at the ball, and then bring your change-ups and off-speed in the zone. And right there, they tried actually a pretty nice curveball there from Morley. Just missed a hair high, but that was the right idea. You know, that was 50-50 type call, and it pushed the count to 2-1. But I think they've got the right idea right now with Wright at the dish with how, how much trouble he's given you already in this game. Worley delivers the pitch, and it's a swinging strike on Anderson for strike number two. Or Wright, I think I'll get it right eventually here. It's Jackson Wright. <laughs> That is at the plate. 2-2 count. 2-1. You're in the top of the third. 3-3 is your score. Millard West and Carney High. Top six matchup in the state. Worley delivers. And that's going to miss outside for ball number three. So they'll fill it up. 3-2 count here. Chris, what pitch do you think Coach Archer is going to tell Braden to throw down? Well, in... Uh, you know, for Worley right now, if, if you've got someone that you feel is working on the off-speed, go ahead and throw it, I think, 3-2 even. But, um, you know, if, if nothing else, you got to try to throw him a fastball and got to really locate it here. But I, I don't have any problem with the 3-2 off-speed pitch here, even this early in the game with how Wright's been swinging it. Delivers, and it's a fastball, misses outside for ball number four. So based on balls for Jackson Wright, he'll reach for the second time tonight. And that'll bring up Tristan Gomez. 
struck out in the first inning. And Jackson Worley could use a strikeout here. Does anything hit to the outfield likely will score another run for Millard West. Worley delivers the pitch. Low for ball number one. So Lodice at third, Stanish at second, and Jackson Wright at first. 1-0 count to Gomez. It's a high 70s. Got some wind today, so it's not too hot out there, but the turf does make it a little warm. Jackson doesn't look like he's too fatigued right now, and a called strike on the off-speed pitch from Worley. Really got that off-speed pitch working. Yeah, and uh, the biggest thing, when you're facing a left-hander and you're a righty, if you can get a change-up, that's kind of a lot of times your best pitch for swings and misses, and really the best pitch you can use against the left-handers because it just fades away from them, whereas a curveball, and most hitters are pretty pull-happy in high school, it kind of goes back into them. High fly ball in the infield, and it's in foul, foul, foul ball territory, and it goes in two fair ball territory. But that would have been an infield fly with less than two outs. So even if Casper had dropped that one, it would have been an automatic out for the Bearcats. So we'll call that one F5 for Gomez. And two away now for Ryan David, who struck out in the, to end the first inning. So Gomez and David struck out to end the inning for Worley to end the first. So this is the part of the lineup. You'd like to face, try and get out of a jam here. Misses outside for ball number one. Yeah, this right here is by far the most crucial sequence for Carney High and Millard West for this game. This right here with two outs, bases loaded. This is the type of play you look back on, and maybe you say this is what decided the game. Worley delivers, and it's a hit to the shortstop. Grosskreitz saying that's off his glove. One run will score, two run will score. And just like that, you go from having maybe – Getting out of the inning from a bases loaded jam to an error on the shortstop scores two runs for Millard West. And you know, I don't think Grosskreitz will make the excuse per se, but he, the Millard West runner there, did a really nice job of shielding him as that ball was hit to him, kind of got in his way. It looked like kind of intentionally, you know, timed his route to third base so that he kind of shielded that sure. shortstop. And sometimes that's it, just takes your eye off the ball for a moment and it'll hop on you, hop up on you a little bit unexpectedly. So that'll bring up Jackson Meyer, the catcher. Flew out to center field, and he hits one out there right now. But Trey Rodriguez will catch that one. Two in the inning. But Millard West scores two runs on no hits, no error, or one error, one Carney error, and three men, or two men left on base. We'll head to the bottom of the third. Carney now trailing 5-3, to three, due up for the Bearcats. It'll be at the top of there, or 3-4. Uh, Miller, yep, Casper, Shermer, and Stroh, you're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single-source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. 
You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Back here at Memorial Field, Casper up first for the Bearcats. Shermer and Stroh do up, and it's a high and outside for ball number one. Mason Casper ended the first inning on the 5-3 double play. And fists this one out to left field. Looks like it'll be an easy play for Weakland. Just as I say that, he falls down and does get the out. So I'm not sure if the wind did play with that one or not, Chris, but uh, Weakland does get the out, and Mason is retired. Yeah, I think for the most part that was kind of the, the wind just bringing that ball back in a little bit and maybe didn't get the best read on it right off the bat. And, you know, sometimes that ball, the way it spins, if it's front spin, back spin, that can just, it'll just start sinking down really quick on you as an outfielder. And sometimes that's a little bit tougher to read. I certainly was never – I could never even come close to playing outfield. That stuff tricked me so much. And ball one inside to Shermer. Shermer got the rally started for the Bearcats in the second with his single and then scored a run. Looking to do something similar here. Hey, the left-hander delivers it low for ball number two. So an advantageous hitter's count here for Shermer, the designated hitter. And Hey works quickly, already delivers his third pitch. And that one misses as well. So 3-0 count here, probably an automatic red light sign here from Coach Archer. Shermer. Does take it, and it is a called strike right down the middle for Jackson Hay. Or Xander Hay, excuse me. And Hay thus far, he's definitely what you'd describe as a junk ball lefty. He really wants to work that off speed early in the count, and if he's got to throw his fastball late in the count like right there, it's, he might have a little bit of issues going forward. Throws it, but grounds out to first base is Shermer. Run, race to the bag, and David does win the race. So two up and two down already for Carney. They're going up the right fielder, Seth Stroh. Stroh in the second inning, walked and scored a run. And takes a look at the first pitch here, low for ball number one. And you wonder how long Miller would last. I guess we'd have to look at the stats maybe a little bit to get an idea of what kind of pitcher Hay is in terms of whether he'll, as Stroh swings through that one, whether he'll be a guy who you know comes in there, gets you two innings, or if he's a guy they kind of see as a middle relief guy and came in from Minichucci, and they want him to kind of go four or five innings here. Hey, delivers the off-speed pitch, and swinging right through that was Stroh. Hey, on the year, Chris, four and one-third innings pitched, 3-2-3 ERA over four appearances. And that one's flied out to third base to retire the side. So no runs, no hits, no errors, and no men left on base. One, two, three, four, Carney. 
They'll still trail it 5-3 to three now after three complete do-up for Millard West in the top of the fourth. Meyer, Weakland, and Kennedy, you're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney High baseball. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! And welcome back to Kearney High. Cohen Weekland is the batter for... Millard West already down 2-0 in the count, or up 2-0, and ball three outside now for Jackson Worley, excuse me. It is a 1-2 count. The umpire did not do the hand indication, so I did not hear the verbal strike call, so it is a 1-2 count for Jackson Worley. Looking to start off with an early out. Delivers from the windup and gets a swinging strike. His second of the or his fourth of the game. So Colin Weakland goes down here in the fourth inning, and that'll bring up Garrett Kennedy, center fielder, who grounded out to short uh, second base in the second inning. Murray did a really good job of spotting his fastball. He's kind of settled down quite a bit here, and he. When he gets to this bottom of the lineup, he's kind of taking care of him, uh, at least his first time around. So see if he can get out of this pretty quickly, keep that pitch count low. Kennedy shows bunt and thrown into the dirt was Worley, so ball one. Not sure there. If I mean, that thing was, I don't know if that thing got 50 feet to the point. That was probably about 54 feet to the plate. You need 60 to get it there. I don't know if that bunt threw him off or he just choked the change up there a little bit. And a called strike on the outer half for Worley. So 1-1 one, one is now the count to Kennedy. Kennedy on the year. 125 hitter, but does have four steals. So if you walk him, might be going to second. And ball number two, low and outside for Worley. So hitters count now for Garrett Kennedy, the center fielder. Really up near the mid-60s in pitches right now, about 64, 65. So... See if they just let him throw through for however many pitches he has, if they feel his arm's capable of throwing that without uh, you know, a huge risk of injury. That foul ball right over our heads, brought to you by 
home real estate, there's no place like home. Go see Ryan Bruna today if you're looking to buy or sell your home. Worley delivers in front of the plate for a ball. And that will fill the count up. 3-2. Thank many of our fine sponsors, including Fanatic Sports Bar and Grill, where everybody wins, downtown Kearney. Worley delivers the pitch. And it's a single out to left field. Nice piece of hitting there for Garrett Kennedy. Takes a long trip around first, but it's going to head back, in sec- head back to the bag for a single, and that'll bring up the top of the order for Millard West. Lodice, and Lodice last time got a single to center field and stole first or stole second, but was stranded at third, so Millard West looking like they could do some damage here. That was a good job there by Worley to at least challenge him, make him, make him earn the Make him earn his way on base, certainly when you're dealing with that bottom of the order, too. It, just a good job overall by Worley. And you know what? If, it's, if he's going to get a hit like that, then that tip your cap a little bit. But he's certainly doing his job out there, making that bottom of the order earn their way on base. Breaking ball from Worley is a strike. So Jackson working that breaking pitch. Big lead over there at first for Kennedy. Might be going here if it's a breaking ball. He does not go, and it's hit oh. right up the middle. Worley tried to barehand that one, didn't get it into center field they're going to try and throw him out at third and it's off the helmet and in there safely is kennedy so first and third now i think he was going to make it anyway so moves the runner first and third now one out and right there like you said i I think Worley could have barehanded that but i'm going to be honest with you i for for his career and his season and for Carney High as a whole, they probably are happy that he did take his hand out of the way at the last second. That I've done that before, and I've actually bent my uh, ring finger back during a game once. And I did so. I don't know. I don't care what you say. No outs worth that much, unless if it's for to go to state or something like that. So good, cautious decision decision there. Ball low in the dirt. Defensive indifference will allow Lodice to make it to second. So no stolen base there. Two on, no out, or one out, excuse me. Had the weaken, struck out, lead off the inning. Millard West up by two, five to three. In the top of the fourth, looking to do more damage. Worley delivers, breaking ball, high, four, ball number two. Now another reason you don't want to bare hand that thing actually is sometimes if you get a piece of it, it'll ricochet. That short shortstop just not preparing for it, and if it gets enough of your meat of your bone, it'll actually ricochet all the way to where the shortstop was to begin with, and he's already drifting over to the second base bag. So I think it's a good play to, if you're really, even though you gave up that, I don't think you take that as a lesson that you should have tried to barehand that one. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Go see Alex Beckman today. Fouled it off, so evens the count. Two and two. Whirly. Looking to get out of the jam. We do have a activity in the Carney High bullpen now. Jackson, not sure what his pitch count is. Chris, you might have that info. Foul ball again, brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Yeah, I've got him for, well, looks like I got him down for about 72 pitches here right now. And, of course, I could be plus or minus about three on that confidence interval. So well, somewhere between 69 to 75 based off my I would say minus three because I think the pitch count is 70 is the most you can pitch. Off-speed pitch. 
Uh, fouled off to the right-hand side and into the dugout. Good effort there by Foster. And I did misspeak there. If you get to 70 during the at-bat, you can finish the at-bat. So this might be the last batter for Jackson Worley. And just about got a foul tip over there to the first baseman, but just about three inches too far. Foster couldn't bring it in. So two on, 2-2 two, two count. Worley delivers. Ground ball to Grosskreitz. That'll bring in at least one. Throws it over to first. Get the out. So it'll go 6-3 with an RBI. And we'll see if that's it for Worley. Number 14, Max Anderson. Anderson's the announced batter and no activity from the Carnegie bullpen. So he's still under the pitch count limit. And that'll bring up Max Anderson. Struck out looking to end Not to end it, but he struck out last half inning in the third. Again, really, they're doing a good job on his fastball as he gets a swing through. When he's when he's locating that thing on that outside corner, Miller West really having a tough time getting to that thing. And then when he's able to get his off speed over after that, that's when he's really been effective thus far today. Worley. Good change up there. Throws it and swinging right through it was Anderson. So Anderson's trying to join the home run club, it looks like. Falls down 0-2 now. With two outs, and Jackson Worley, one strike away from getting out of this inning. Runner at third, 6-3 lead for Miller West. Breaking ball does not break, and stays high. So one and two now the count on Anderson. No, but if my memory recalls, Worley was a pretty large human being while he was growing up, so I think he probably didn't throw a whole lot of change-ups, a whole lot of off-speed when he had to get kids out. So I think the more you see him progress as a pitcher, the better that off-speed is going to get. Ball misses just outside. Fastball. Uh, right around the wide of the other batter's box. Good chase pitch there for Jackson. Anderson just didn't quite take the bait. So 2-2 two, two count now. Looks back the runner at third. Delivers off-speed pitch. Fouled off. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. And there really just that curveball just hanging up there a little bit, but that's all right. I mean, I, I kind of a lot of pitching coaches will kind of preach, preach, preach location, but it's just so hard to stick that thing in there right where you want every time. The biggest thing is just making sure you have that movement and feeling that thing off your hands eventually. Worley grounds out to Casper, throws it across to in the inning. So they do get one run on two hits, no carniers, and one man left on base. We'll head to the bottom of the fourth. Carney now trailing 6-3. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. 
You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. Back at Memorial Field alongside Chris Lang and I'm Jeff, Jeff Babel. 6-3 is the lead for Millard West and ball one outside to Sam Amberg, the seven-hole hitter for the Bearcats. Walked and scored a run in the second. Takes a strike. Amberg's kind of a grinder little fella. He's not a guy who's going to necessarily put in the gap every other time, but he always has some consistent ABs, and I've seen him up here thus far. Called strike for Hay. The left-hander works quickly, already delivering the next pitch, and Amberg pops that one up into right field. Looks like it'll stay in fair territory, but underneath of it and making the catch is right. So F9 in your book. And Carney's leadoff hitter is retired. That'll bring up Grant Grosskreitz. He singled in the second inning, was stranded at third, but does have an RBI single. Looking to get the Bearcats rolling. Hey, big left-hander. Delivers, and it hits him in the left leg. So hit by pitch. Xander Hay, big, tall, lanky left-hander. And looks like we're going to have a coaching visit. And that was, this is Hayes' second time through the lineup now. So we'll see if, looks like Midwest coach might be going to the bullpen. Yep. As, That'll do it for Hayes. So we'll take a break here on ESPN Tri-Cities. We'll tell you who the new pitcher is. On the other side, you're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. 
At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney high baseball welcome back to memorial field many thanks to our fine sponsors including biotest plasma center be a superhero save lives and get compensated for your donation today lucas ballard the new pitcher first pitch is fouled off and the second pitch is a ground ball to first base and it's mishandled there so they're only going to be able to get the one diving into first unsuccessfully was trey rodriguez so it'll be three unassisted number 12 and we'll turn the lineup back, and Lane Shires will lead off. The leadoff hitter will be getting his third at bat. He struck out in the first, got a sacrifice fly in the second, has one RBI. So Rodriguez moves the runner to second, but now two outs for Carney. Ballard, another left-hander. That's the theme with Millard West. And he called strike. Ballard's a little bit different of a pitcher than, hey, we just saw. Right, thus far, he's been challenging all the all the all three pitchers he's thrown have been hard fastballs and pretty good velocity on it compared to, hey, he looks like he's gonna be more of a guy who really goes after him with his hard stuff. And that one's fouled off by Shires. 0-2 the count. That football brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. So 0-2 count. Right there, actually just showed a curveball, and on that one, it kind of got a pretty significant speed difference. Maybe even slowing down. The arm just a hair, but it looked like that really good 12-6 type movement on it. Looking the runner back at second, now delivering home. And a called strike three to end the inning. So quick work there by Ballard. Carney does get no runs on, no hits, no errors, and no man left on base. We're going to go to the top of the fifth. Millard West leading 6-3. to three. You're listening to ESPN Trey City. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. 
Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Back here at Memorial Field, many thanks to Buffalo Roofing, reliable roofing in the Kearney area. New pitcher into the game, Etherton, for the Bearcats. We saw him in the first game, Chris, against Papillion La Vista South, and he delivers an off-speed pitch into the gap in right center. That looks like it's going to get down for a double, at least two, and he's going to go to three now. And the play will be cut off there by the first baseman. So a leadoff triple for Millard West. I believe that was Jackson Wright. The curveball there just hung up a little bit too much. It looked like it was trying to be a little bit too fine with it maybe for Etherton. And the last time he came in and pitched, he pitched extremely well against Pap- uh, Papio South, I believe. And that, that breaking ball had a little bit more bite maybe and of course he's just getting into the game and trying to get comfortable and right certainly but the homer a walk in a triple now he's not the guy you really dream of pitching to when you first come into the game so nolan etherton on the bump for the bearcats throws ball one to gomez leadoff triple for jackson right halfway to the cycle off speed pitch popped up to Second base, but it'll be the shortstop that'll field it. And faking a run home was right. So Gomez will pop out to short. And Etherton will get his first batter retired. That'll bring up Ryan David. Struck out in the first. And then was grounded out to short, or was going to. Then the error let two runs in for Millard West to retake the lead from Carney. Infield now coming in. They're going to try and cut that run off at home. And ball low for ball number one. Netherton thus far has just been showing that curtain out right there. He brought a fastball, but the first two hitters he saw, which is that, you know, those sluggers for Miller West, he was just showing that curveball thus far. I was wondering if he was going to continue to use it, and he does right there to make the count 2-0 as that thing just cut a little bit too early on him. So we can see what the strategy is for Etherton. He's going to try to get those off-speed pitches over, and, he doesn't want to get into counts like this 2-0 where, he, you know, a fastball is an option. So, runner at third. Etherton, Deleuze, and it's called strike on the outer half on Gomez, or David, excuse me. Gomez flew out to shortstop. And this is the pitch right here. You're going to kind of figure out what Etherton really wants to do on 2-1 if he's going to bring another curveball, and he doesn't there. As... Misses outside for ball three, so 3-1 now to Ryan David. Hitters count, runner in scoring position. David, 0 for 1 on the day. I think he's going to have to challenge him with a fastball here almost, but we'll see. So David might be sitting dead red. And he swings it, and it's a foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Call them if you're looking to buy or sell real estate today. And now really on this 3-2 pitch, you really is Etherton. Really has a lot of ways he can go here, either with that fastball or that curveball, but that hitter probably right now doesn't have a clue what to expect just based off how often he's shown that curve. Throws the curve, and it hits him in the leg or the arm. So hit by a pitch for David, and he'll get a second base runner on for Miller to West. First and third situation, catcher is going to go out 
give the signs because if Miller West goes to steal second, you could in theory have a multitude of things. They might try a double steal or just a fake steal here. So we'll see what they get. Signs from Coach Fry. The runner does not go on a breaking ball called strike one. Right now, if you're Carney, you're kind of looking at that double play potentially. And I think you look at David, he's kind of a big, bigger muscular first base type. So, I, I mean, if you stereotype him, you don't think there's a ton of speed there. But uh, Meyer up here, it looks like he might have a little bit of speed. And he's in that left-handed batter's box. Meyer grounds it to second, and that'll be an error on Shires. And it'll score another run. So, he had a chance for maybe two, but hits Shires in the glove. Skips into right field, and another run across for... Millard West, they'll extend their lead 7-3. to three. And that's the type of play that really takes you out of it if you're Carney. I mean, that, that one right there kills to make that score 7-3. to three. And I, I think I kind of understand what um, second baseman Carney was doing right sure. there. He was he was trying to uh, make it so it was – he was trying he was kind of caught in between between wanting to catch it and, you know, concede one out and trying to make that a double play opportunity because he was certainly going to freeze that runner at third based off of how close that ball was to being caught. So – can kind of understand how that would happen, but you know, two plays that have really made a difference in this game are the errors on the shortstop and the second baseman now, which really has made the game seven to three. It's basically accounted for those uh, four runs. That is the difference right now. Ball high from Etherton. One zero is the count. Nice crowd on hand today. Beautiful weather. It's going to take a turn for the worse here in the later part of the week. Breaking ball knocks Weakland off the uh, plate. Carney thought maybe that was a strike, but just misses inside for ball number two. So another chance for a big inning here for Millard West. Etherton delivers. It's flied out to center field. Rodriguez will let that one drop. That wind's really playing with things, so that'll be a single. Thought maybe it would have been an easy out, but Trey was maybe playing a little bit deeper than... He thought, well, I just don't think it was a very well-hit ball either. Yeah, I mean, it, it just got in there right in between the second baseman and the center fielder. So some tough luck for Etherton thus far. He had the error, which obviously won't be credited to his ERA for the run that scored there. But he's had, uh, since then, you know, that, that little blooper right there, just tough luck basically for the most part. And that's why a lot of times when you're assess, assessing pitchers, uh, that, that hit total sometimes at the end of the year can be a little deceiving based on, uh, you know, how hard the contact was on some of those. First pitch is a strike to Kennedy, center fielder for Millard West. Takes that one low and in the dirt for ball number one. So Kennedy scored an ar- had a single and scored a run in the fourth. Also grounded out two Shires in the second. Bases loaded, one out for Millard West. And that one's fouled off, brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. And it's a nine-hole hitter here, Chris, so you got to attack him because Lodice, Standish, and Anderson are due up. Yeah, and really this is – we talked about just for – we've talked about some big plays. I've really opened this game up. Well, this this one right here, bases loaded, nine-hole. If you want to have a chance at winning this game, you got to figure out a way to get – and out here. Ground ball by Casper. Two gross kites, and that'll be an infield single. Tough throw for for Brandt, so he didn't even make it and risk an overthrow. So another single there for Kennedy. So Kennedy gets a RBI and scores Ryan or David Ryan David 
from third. So bases are still loaded for Miller West, and it's now eight to three. And this is uh, for Etherton. I'll go ahead and say it on air. He's he's really just been, a, you know, he's had the poor benefit of just some bad luck. I mean, quite frankly, now he's got to face the top of the order. So. Uh, he, he's really tried to do his job. He's done, he hasn't really p- pitched all that poorly. He gave up the triple to right, but for the most part, nobody's been able to get out right this season. Besides that, he had an error and a couple bloop-type singles and an infield hit. So, I mean, you might be looking at this game and thinking, hey, that 10 can't get anybody out. But for the most part, he's done his job completely and a little bit of a, just a, a poor beneficiary of bad luck. Another ground ball. They're going to come home with it, get the out there. So, fielder's choice. Three to two. Foster to Miller takes away a run. You could have tried to turn that at second and get out of the inning, but the speedy low dice, good play there by Foster to come home with it. Yeah, and right there, I think for the most part, you'd make sure they can't get another run on that board, and you've always got a chance to get that out back at first base. So definitely the right play there for Foster, and a good job by Miller to make sure he keeps that foot on the plate. And it'll be lined out to Grant's gross. Grant Grosskreitz at shortstop, two in the inning. But Millard West does plate two more on two hits, one error, and three left on base. Carney will look to cut the lead back here in the bottom of the fifth. They'll be a Foster, Miller, and Casper do up. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. You already know that Atlantic Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband, Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Foster, Miller, and Casper do up for the Bearcats. First pitch to Foster is low for a ball. And still Ballard out there for Millard West. Gets that one, so it's one and one now. And he works quickly. We've already got a third pitch, and that's a ball as well. So 2-1 count now to Corbin Foster. Walked in the first, flied out to right. And takes that one inside for ball three. So 3-1 count here for Corbin Foster. Getting a leadoff batter on will help if you're Carney. Hoping to cut into this 8-3 deficit. And ball four way outside. So based on balls for Corbin Foster, leadoff batter on for the Bearcats. And that's the most important thing you want for Carney. Ballard kind of 
when he came in last time. I did a really nice job of throwing some good hard strikes in there. And if you can just get a runner on base and show some life, if you're Carney, that's the way you're going to have to get back into this thing with the deficit they're facing down five here in the fifth inning. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460 KXPN. Many thanks to our fine sponsors, including Laney Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. Ball one high to Braden Miller, three-hole hitter for the Bearcats. Part of your lineup, dude, is where you hope to trim into that lead. Ballard delivers, and fastball gets him for strike one, swinging for Miller. And Ballard works about as quickly as, and now he's got a runner on base now, so he can't go as fast as he wants, so to say. He's kind of got to worry about the runner and some of the rules and implemented for when runners are on base, but he works about as fast as anybody as I've ever seen. Shires on first, has two steals on the year. Pickoff move to get him at first. Is unsuccessful. That was a ball. And then the catcher tries to throw him out at first. So 2 1 as the count now to Braden. Catcher had a single in the first. High and outside. For ball number three. You know, I kind of tried to spot a curveball there. Um, I think at this point, if you're Miller West, you go ahead and attack. These Carney hitters with as many fastballs as you can, unless you get a situation with the bases loaded or something, so to say. But kind of interesting to go with the 2 1 curveball there. And he called fastball right down the middle to even the count. Three balls and two strikes. Foster at first, Miller up, Casper on deck, and Shermer, designated hitter in the hole for Carney. Ballard, left hander, works quickly and misses outside for ball number four. Base on balls, two on, no out for Carney. Let's see if Coach Fry will go out and have a chat. Looks like that's a no. We'll have another courtesy runner. Now, one thing I'll definitely credit to Millard West. You see there, I mean, they've, they've sent three pitchers already today. and they've, I mean, they've, all of them have kind of shown an ability, but uh, McCoonchie, or he, he showed the ability in that first inning, at least showed some of his stuff, and it couldn't quite uh, put it all together, so to speak. But they've got a lot of quality arms and to be this early in the season already have these this many guys you can depend on uh, you can see why they're ranked number one activity brewing in the millard west bullpen ballard swinging a miss fouled off by casper or strike number one try to get you a number on the millard west reliever that is warming up there's just not a lot of teams in nebraska who their second reliever on a Monday game comes in and is left-handed and can throw kind of with this velocity. So, I've, you know, again, I'll say it again, I'm very impressed with Miller West overall. Breaking ball misses outside and just a little high as well for ball number one. One and one is your count. Many thanks to our fine sponsors, including the bike shed. Head to the shed just south of the overpass on 2nd Avenue in Kearney. Casper. Grounded into the double play in the first, flew out to left in the third, and he flies out to center field here. It might be fall, but the center fielder, Kennedy, does come in near the edge of that turf, Chris, to make the play. So the wind probably knocked that one down. As the later we go, the flag's not moving, but the wind should die down as the later we get into this evening. And right there, actually, believe it or not, you don't really – think of this much but when there's a ball that's skied to center so to speak but actually pretty good base running there by Carney to 
not get too headsy and try to, you know, assume a, a drop there, assume something. They were right in line there, maybe three or four feet off the base, which is right where you want to be when that shortstop and center fielder are both going after it. And they made the good adjustment uh, not to overplay while they were on the bases. Shermer now batting, lefty-lefty matchup, ball in the dirt, kicks away from Meyer, but he chases it down and no advancement from the runners. So 1-0 is the count to Tyler Shermer. Had a single and a run in the first. Granted out to first in the third. Looking to do damage here in the fifth. Shermer fouls it off for strike number one. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Go see Ryan Barura today. Not certain if you could hear that in our crowd, Mike, but, you know, really good contact there. Just barely missed that ball. But you can kind of hear but Carney's putting some good swings on it, just not resulting in – uh, you know, they're just uh, just barely missing that thing, and it's resulting in some high pop flies as opposed to some hard line drives that you'd see on some days. And a ball inside just misses for ball number two to a 2-1 count now to Shermer. One out, two on. Corbin Foster at second. Braden Miller at first. Ballard, the left-hander, looks back. The runner delivers. And that one's low for ball number three. So, if you're 3-1 count here, if you're Coach Archer, do you give him the red light or the green light? Well, no, I'd, I'd still let him swing here. I mean, th- this is one, though, where you could – I mean, if you're – if Miller to West throws you a cur- I if I were Shermer here, I'm not saying I'd swing out of my shoes per se because I don't – your odds of hitting a home run aren't exactly good. But if he throws a curveball here, you got to just take that thing. I mean, if you're 3-1 with the way he's been throwing thus far, I'd expect a fastball down the middle. And it's fastball just high for ball number four. So based on balls, and Coach Fry will emerge from the Miller West bullpen. Ask for time, and it is granted. And this will be interesting here because Stroh coming up is a left-hander. Uh, Ballard kind of, I don't know if he's run out of gas, but he certainly lost a little bit of his control. So we'll see uh, what Coach Rice decides to do here. It looks like it's just a visit. So it'll give us a chance to thank some more of our sponsors, like Great Western Bank, Making Life Great. Offering home, ag, and all types of banking. Go see Great Western Bank, 2112 Central Avenue in Kearney. And Ballard will stay in the game. You know, one thing that's kind of interesting to point out here is Stroh has really struggled this year. But if you're Millard West right now, you're trying to get Ballard's confidence in line. You're probably just thinking, hey, we this game still, we got a five-run lead. The tying run is not at, tying run is not at the plate. Look for them to throw some fastballs in here. But Seth Stroh, even though he struggled during this year, I promise you during batting practice, he can hit a fastball pretty well. And he swings there really hard and misses <laughs> it. He wasn't saying he's swinging the defenses, uh, but maybe just a little bit too high. To, for say, to say the least, he was swinging hard there. And if he would have made contact with that thing, that, that sucker was at least off that chicken, soup, chicken coop sign there in, there in right field. Second pitch to Stroh is outside. A little bit slower here. Change up. Misses for Ballard for ball number one. That would have been at least one run if Stroh had made contact with the sacrifice fly at third. Would have got a double. He could have had a chance at two, maybe even three more. So five-run deficit for Carney, a called strike. That's a huge call there. That thing looked like it was outside, and you can kind of hear the fans reacting. I mean, that's the difference between a 2-1 count with Seth Stroh, who loves fastballs. Now you've got a 1-2 count, and really Ballard can bring anything in that tough lefty-on-lefty matchup with that, those breaking balls going away from you. So another one of those big calls, but that's obviously baseball. And if Carney was pitching, I'm sure there would have been a nice little applause for that one. 
One-two count out of Stroh, and it's high and outside for ball number two. wonder if you're going to go here with maybe something in the dirt. Um, if Stroh chases it, the drop third strike is still a strikeout with first base occupied. We'll see what Ballard does. He throws off speed pitch, and Stroh fights it off. Tremendous job there by Seth Stroh just to get a piece of that thing. I mean, that's not what I'm expecting at the plate, certainly with a you know, a 2-2 count with Ballard, who's been... He, he, let's be. Let's face it. He's been a little bit wild. Now he's a nice pitcher. He's gonna do some nice things on the mound this year, and he's got a great arm and he's left-handed. But he's been a little bit wild this far, so a little bit surprised to see a curveball there and showed some guts and a great job by Stroh just to battle that thing off. Fastball inside nearly hits Stroh, so that'll fill the count up to three and two. So good job of Stroh after the um, what you would consider missed call there, falling down one two is now battled back to a full count. And the umpire has been consistent. That's been kind of a pitch he's been calling thus far today, but he didn't know for sure with how far outside that one was. Ballard gets Stroh swinging on an off-speed pitch up high. I don't know if that was a off-speed pitch or if he just took a ton off of it to get it in the zone, you know, because it kind of left it up. But that was a huge, huge pitch there for Millard West. And uh, now it's going to come down to Sam Ingberg, really, if Carney is going to have a chance to get something out of this inning. And, Looks like we're going to have a pitching change, and we'll see. And finally, Millard West getting a right-hander into that ball game on the mound. And we'll have a pitching change here from Coach Fry. We'll give it to you on the other side of this break. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. And Kyan Lodice, the designated hitter, is now your pitcher, so they will lose the designated hitter role, but he'll remain in the number one hole in the lineup. Lodice, a nice fastball, first strike number one. According to the stats, this is his first appearance, but based off that nice pitch, Lodice does have good command. Comes in in a bit of a jam. Bases loaded, two outs. Delivers again, and it's ground ball too short. It's going to be a tough play. And they throw across, and it's not in time. It's a good call. Sort of what Carney was victim of last time with the banana route at second. Benefits them here. 
And an RBI single for Sam Eberg. Gets Carney another run, cuts the lead in half. It's now eight to four. RBI single for Sam Eberg. Brand Grosskreutz is now up. The shortstop digs in, right-handed, takes a excuse me swing, and it's a strike for an 0-1 count. You know, give Coach Rice a lot of credit. He, that's one thing he's done. We've He's brought in these new pitchers, and nobody can get comfortable at the plate for Carney. And now I think that was the first curveball Lodice had, sh- had thrown today, and hence the you know kind of goofy-looking swing, so to speak, by Grosskreutz. And I can't really blame him when he's expecting a fastball, and that's all I've seen. So, 1-1 one, one now, the count, two on. Bases are still loaded for Grosskreutz, and he takes a strike on the outer half. 1-2 count. Kyan Lotus, hard-throwing right-hander here, working out of the windup with the bases loaded. Delivers, and that's low and outside for ball number two. Nice job of Grosskreutz to lay off that pitch. That one was very tempting. Probably would have struck me out. And the 2-2 kick is swung on a miss for strike three. Two in the inning. But Carney does get one run on no hits. There were three walks, no errors, and three men left on base. We'll head to the top of the sixth. Carney trailing 8-4 to four to Millard West, the number one team in the state. We'll come back with the sixth inning. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney, voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Welcome back to Carney's Memorial Field. Many thanks to our fine sponsors, including Home Real Estate. There's no place like home for allowing us to bring you Carney High Baseball in its historic first season. Ainberg still in the game and gets Anderson to fly out to left field. Ainberg, nifty route, makes the catch. So Anderson is retired, F7, and won't reach base. He reached base in the... In the first with the single, and that'll bring up Jackson Wright. Jackson halfway to the cycle here. If you're Carney, you don't want him anywhere near it. And a breaking ball inside and low for ball number one. Unfortunately, kind of if you're Carney, you're just out of this game to the point where they, you know, down four. There's really no reason per se to, you know, be too com or you know, uh I should say there's no reason really to pitch around him with nobody on base as that ball that's ball number two. I mean, I just at this point I think you're best off just really challenging him and you know there's the way he's been swinging it he might do some damage but it's certainly better than just putting him on base unintentionally so etherton challenges him there and it's fouled off by anderson for strike number one two one count now for for jackson right three run home run in the first 
triple to lead off the fifth and scored a run and ground ball and it's through the right side for a single into the right field. So reaches base for the third time tonight. Good job there by uh, Etherton there. I mean, he deep right there. He poked her. Now he hit that. I'm not going to lie. He hit that ball pretty darn hard, but it was on the ground. Gave himself a chance and, you know, held him to a single, if nothing more in right. He's just seeing the ball extremely well. As now he's a double away from the cycle. Not sure if we're going to get another at-bat for him, but he's certainly seen the ball extremely well today. So Etherton will look him back at first. Big lead. Looks like he might be going here. And time's called by the batter because Etherton was paying too much attention to Anderson, though, at first. So 8-4, to four, if you're Carney, you got to stop him here because you'll have two more bats to chip into that lead. And a foul ball down the first baseline. That was pretty close to being extra bases for Gomez. Gomez is yet to reach today. Struck out in the first, flew out to sh- third and short in the third and fifth innings respectively that foul ball brought to you by home real estate there's no place like home oh one count big lead over there first takes a step back and that one is shot down the foul down the third baseline foul excuse me that foul ball brought to you by alex beckman of home realty you can just see right there, excuse me, you you can see right there, uh, Gomez, he's just seeing that ball out of Etherton's hands pretty well. I mean, you, you talk about a foul ball, you normally don't see a whole lot of, as here's the pitch here, and it's fouled over to literally right at the on-deck hitter for Millard West, pulled there. Nice play by Ryan David. But as I was saying, as Coach Archer's going to come down for a, a visit real quick, uh, he, he did a great job of just staying on that curveball and taking it the other way, even though it was foul, you could see his potential uh, as a hitter as Looks like we're going to have a pitching change, and I'd imagine this is because pitch count. We might be right at 25, so we can come in tomorrow. Looks like Gabe Hines will be your new pitcher. We'll take a break and give you the stats on Gabe. Right after this, you're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney high baseball back here at memorial field in carney many thanks to our fine sponsors including insurance connection connecting your family with the coverage that's right and into the game gabe hines chris one inning pitched on the entire year uh, blocked two and struck out three in that game so as a zero era gabe a senior looking to Hold the fort down for Carney so that they can get a chance in the bottom of the sixth. Runner at first is Anderson. They're right, excuse me. 
right. Double away from the cycle. Likely won't get it today. Stepping up is Tristan Gomes. He still has two strikes on him. 30 is the magic number, which they took out Etherton because they got a game against Carney tomorrow. And if he had pitched one more pitch, he would have had to have a required day off and couldn't pitch tomorrow. So pitch count coming into effect here for the Bearcats. Interesting. If you're going up there, you don't see this a whole lot where you're spinning right there. He strikes out <laughs> the first pitch he sees. And uh, a great pitch there by Hines on that outer corner with a fastball. But you kind of feel for Gomes there as, you know, you don't have a whole lot of times where you get behind 0-2 and the opposing uh, coach decides to make a switch, which obviously was just due to the fact of the pitch count. So feel a little bit there for Gomes. But nonetheless, Hines strikes out uh, him to start off his relief appearance. Ryan David now into the game, and he'll take a call for strike. So Hines, so far looking good. Two pitches and two strikes, both fastballs. Ryan David struck out in the first, reached on an error, scored a run in the fifth. And takes that one up and in. Four ball. Got hit by a pitch in the fifth. Scored a run. So Hines, 1-1 count here. Delivers it, and it's ground ball to Grosskreis, and that's off his glove and into left field, and he's going to try and stretch it into third, and he's going to be thrown out easily. So the ball didn't skip too far from Brand, but it'll be an E6 on him to allow the runner, David, to reach, but then they throw out right, trying to stretch it to three bases. So that'll do it for Millard West. No runs. On one hit, one error, and one man left on base. We'll head to the bottom of the sixth. Carney leads four to tie it. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. To be a Platte River Prep school sponsor, like Awari Dunes and Copycat Printing, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. Plum 30 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platteriverpreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. And Trey Rodriguez skies the ball to deep left field, and the wind will keep that one in, but it's a warning track shot, and that'll be a double, leadoff double for Trey Rodriguez. So 
beautiful piece of hitting by Trey. And a leadoff man already in scoring position for Carney down four. And, you know, Trey is one of the rare guys in the state of Nebraska who, and I, we'll see how he does towards the end of the year where he finishes in that batting order, but he's a guy in that nine hole who can certainly give you gap power. And right there, if, if this is summertime and it's 95 degrees, that ball's 15, 20 feet over the fence. So Trey Rodriguez down there at the bottom of the order, you got to be careful with him, even though uh, you normally see that nine hole and think fastball, fastball, fastball. That'll bring up Shires. He struck out twice today and had a sacrifice fly RBI in the second and does an excuse me swing here in the sixth for strike number one. Trey Rodriguez at second. Shires, the right-hander, takes a called strike number two. Cayenne Lodice still out there for Millard West. Trying to get out of Kearney on a Monday with a win. Undefeated are the Wildcats. Got the Metro Tournament this weekend. And that's a single in the center. And there's going to be a play at third. And Trey Rodriguez with that speed gets in there. Ball's off the dugout screen, which will allow Shires to score. So it'll be a single. And then an error on the center fielder. Allowing... Trey, or on the throw, allowed Shires to, to go to second. second. Yep. No error there. So Foster will be on. Two in scoring position with no out for the Bearcats. You no, know, it might not seem like a big deal because the tying run's still not at the plate, but you stay out of that double play, uh, you know, kind of a, something to think about if you're Carney. It kind of could be a important play, especially if you see a ground ball as Foster there fouls one back, but... Uh, you know, it's not a huge deal generally this early. You want to be conservative, but it is nice where you don't have to worry so much about a double play killing your inning and giving you two quick outs here so Foster can just go to work. Foster down 0-1 after the foul. Takes high for ball number one. That foul ball brought you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home in Kearney. It's all 1-1 count here. At the energy in the ballpark, this could be a chance for Kearney to get two here. Breaking ball, ground ball to first. It's going to bring in one run. It'll be three unassisted. So Rodriguez will score. RBI for Corbin Foster. Cuts the lead to three. Shires will go to third on that play. So a chance for another run here for the Bearcats. Braden Miller is up. He had a single in the first. Walked in the fifth. Was put out in the second, so unofficially one for two here. That was a really good play there by David just to swallow that thing up. Looked like it had a crazy hop on him, and there's a nice little off speed for a strike there. But David there on that hit to first base looked like it could have popped up on him. He was smart enough to just take the for sure thing, kind of put his body down, knock it down, happened to go right in his glove, but that could have been trouble for Miller West. So credit David there for just taking the conservative play. Lodice misses high for ball number one. First pitch, Lodice really confused. Miller, that was an excellent breaking pitch. Tried it again and missed that time. So Miller, the 1-1 count. Runner at third and a... Pitch pulled right off the Java Chamberlain Center. So he tried to get the runner in, but it was too far in front of it. So it's 1-2 now. And you'd really like to try to get this run in if you're Carney. Not just obvious for the obvious reasons. You're, you like runs, and you're down three, and you'd make it two. But also Carney starting to get down towards that bottom of the order. 
And it's fist and third. That will bring home the run. Millard West will take the out. So it'll be 5-3, but an RBI there for Miller. Scoring the Shires. And now two away. The lead has been cut to two, and it'll bring up Mason Casper. Third baseman. It's 0 for 3 today. Ran into the double play in the first and flew out to left and center. It is next to a bats looking to get a two-out rally here started for the Bearcats. And he'll take a called first strike from Lodice. Not really. Ideally, if you're Millard West, I don't think anybody would want this in the dugout per se, but if you let Carney get two runners on and then you happen to get that third out, you'd be dealing with 7-8-9 for the next inning. Now, I don't think anybody does that intentionally, so to speak, but if you're looking for the ideal situation, if you're Millard West, that'd probably be it. Casper tries to check his swing, does so unsuccessfully. So 0-2 now to Mason. Lodice tries to get him to chase low, and he does not. So 1-2 the count now on Casper. Nobody on, two outs. Nobody working there in the Millard West pen thus far, so we'll see if Lodice has to take these last couple innings himself. Ball low again for Mason Casper. So after falling back 0-2, he's quickly even the count at 2-2. Mason Casper, really one of those hitters who's just all around whatever the situation calls for, he can bring. Ground ball off front of the plate, and it'll be easy play there for Lodice. 1-3, 2 in the inning. But Carney does get two runs on three hits, no errors, and none left on base. So we'll head to the seventh inning for Millard West. They'll have Meyer, Wakeland, and Kennedy trying to get some more insurance run. They're only up two now. Scores eight to six. Millard West over Carney. You're listening to ESPN Tri Cities. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Top of the seventh now for Millard West. It'll be Meyer, Weakland, and Kennedy. Only up by two now, Millard West, number one team in the state, looking for some insurance run. Breaking ball from Gabe Hines. Misses for ball number one. Hines, his first appearance on the year. Or second appearance, excuse me. And misses that one high and outside for ball number two. I was going to say, the first time we saw him was uh, Papio South, and he, I believe he had those two walks and the three strikeouts, and he's a guy who can kind of rim that fastball up there pretty good. He just sometimes misses up with that pitch. This is a third time there now, so it's a 3-0 three, three and o count here. 
you know, it might not seem like a big deal because you're already down two, but it's pretty crucial for Carney, and I think they'll probably play this inning. They don't want to give up another run if they want to get back into this thing. And ball high. Will Jackson Meyer will advance on the base on balls. So pretty close pitch, but not quite close enough when you miss three straight like that. And a courtesy runner into the game for Millard West. I believe that's Caleb Neville. As he was going to courtesy run for the catcher, Jackson Meyer. In a healthy lead over there at first. He's not going. Showing bunt and taking a called strike is Cohen Weakland. Cohen, one for three. Single in the fifth. Went down on strikes in the fourth. See if they try to small ball another run across here. It's a bunt right back to Hines. He misplays it, so the only play will be the first, and he throws it into right field. Stroh brings it. They're going to try and send the runner home. They'll get it home easily. Throw from Stroh offline, so look like he could have got an easy out there now, and Millward West, next thing you know, they score another run, and they have a runner at third off of a ball that was hit two feet in front of the plate. Yeah, and right there for, I believe it was Weakland. It, it wasn't an obvious uh, sacrifice bun. I mean, he kind of showed that push a little bit later, and it's, I think what kind of hurt Connie there is Hines tried to corral that thing pretty quickly like you should and tried to get that double play ball, and next thing you know, it bounces out of his glove, and he's got to rush a throw to first, and the next thing you know, you got a runner on third, and the scoreboard's 9-6. to six. And if one thing for Carney is Hines misses that pitch low there to make it 1-0 is – you know, you're looking at the scoreboard and you're playing the number one team and you're down three, but you got four errors. So at least that shows your potential down the road uh, if you can really clean up your play uh, another month into the season. Infield in for the Bearcats are going to try and cut off that fourth or the, the runner at third, which would give a fourth run in the advantage for Millard West. That ball's high and outside for ball two. Hines delivers, swinging strike on Kennedy for strike number one. So a 2-1 count here. Your Hines, you just got to keep challenging them here. Looks like there will be activity down in the bullpen. Looks like Will Richter heading down to loosen up for the Bearcats. Foul ball there for strike number two. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Go see Mark Shipperite today for all your buying and selling of Real estate today. And Connie just needs to, they got to keep Miller West off the board here, I think, for the most part, to make it at least a safe situation for Miller West, put some pressure on them. Got him looking for strike number three, so an out there for Hines. It's his fourth strikeout on the year. Turn the top of the lineup back over and load ice, the opposing pitcher now. Into the game as a hitter. One out for Carney. Ground ball to Shires. That'll score a run. His only play is the first, and it's in time. The ball just wasn't hit hard enough to Lane to warrant a throw home. So another run across for Millard West, and that'll extend the lead to four, but two away now for the Bearcats. And you know, right there, smart play there by, um, I believe it's. Who's playing second? Blaine Shires. Blaine Shires. Yeah. Nice, smart play there. I think you 
You know, a lot of times you really want to, your eyes get big and you want to try to make a play home, especially when you're down three. But his only play there was to first base. And, you know, now if you're Connie, you just got to make do with the fact that you got to score four runs to get back in this thing and tie the game up, assuming you can get this final out here. And called strike number two on Eric Standish. So one strike away from ending the inning. And that's going to be fisted in the right field for a single. So Standish will get on base for the third time, two via a single. And that will bring up Max Anderson. Max, one for three on the game. And guess who's on deck? It would be Jackson Ryan with a double away from the cycle. Don't want to see him up there. And you wonder if Leonard West, maybe this, if they, if they kind of got that in mind, and then maybe this hitter and will try to do everything he can to get on base as opposed to every once in a while you'll see really not even just the younger kids, but of any age type player, when they see that scoreboard, they're up four, and they're kind of looking at the, the fence a little bit, trying to get one out, thinking that they kind of got the game locked up. So you wonder if uh, Anderson here, if he'll really try to get his buddy right up there with a little more effort. Anderson, check swing, foul ball, way out of play for strike number two. So 0-2 count here. And if you're right, you're thinking, why are you swinging at that? <laughs> well, it's nothing Nothing can be more frustrating than as a hitter when somebody throws about a 78-mile-an-hour curveball and everybody's asking why you swung at it. And that one's sky to right, and it'll be Stroh out there and right on the warning track. That ball eventually carries, and Stroh brings it in. Two in the inning, but a wind-aided fly ball there almost put Max Anderson in the home run book, but not quite. Sestro wheels it in. One run on one hit, one air, and one man left on base. We'll head to the bottom of the seventh. Carney needs four to extend the game. We'll have the bottom of the seventh for you next here on ESPN Tri-Cities. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And welcome back to Carney's Memorial Field. Alongside Chris Ling and I'm Jeff Babel. Stacy John's back in the studio producing and engineering. Max Anderson now into the game for Millard West, the fifth pitcher. He's pitched four and one-third inning on the year. Has a 1.62 ERA. And flew out to right field to end the last inning. So he just needs to... It's a non-save situation currently. If he gets a runner on second, it would become one. Millard West hopes that doesn't happen. They hope it's a quick one, two, three. And if you're Carney, do up for Shermer. 
Stroh and Enberg, your five, six, seven hole hitter. Sherman, the designated hitter, is one for two with a walk today and a run scored. So Tyler, going to try and get on, put pressure on Max Anderson, the right-hander for the Wildcats. Max misses high and outside for ball number one. And for Connie here, I don't know if you necessarily want to take a pitch every time, but it's certainly an option if, when you're down four to see if you can get some free base runners. Pitch high and outside for ball number two, so halfway there. Many thanks to our fine sponsors, including Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses, locally grown and locally owned. 2-0 is called strike. Or 2-1 count. Looks like that was pretty close to being out. It looks like Anderson took a little bit off that thing. I'm going to guess he has the best farm we'll see today, just based off of a couple of his balls he's thrown thus far. And he hits Shermer in the calf, and Shermer will head down and get a leadoff batter on for Carney. Number 36. That'll bring up Rich. Seth Stroh's position, so we'll have a pinch hitter here. Number 36. For Carney, I don't believe I have a 36 on the thing. Corbin Rich. Is, Corbin Rich. Is. So Corbin will be batting for Sestro here. An underclassman here. I'm not sure if he's a freshman or a sophomore, but I know he ain't that old, although he looks it. Don't have a JV roster either, so he is literally not on the program. So we'll see Corbin. Underclassman getting a chance here to extend the game. Only down four. Carney does have four errors, seemingly the difference in this game. And that one almost hit Corbin. And going down to second easily is Shermer. I suppose if you're Coach Fry for Miller West, you might want to go have a chat. I'm not. I'm, He's not, but the catcher and first baseman will go do the duties for him. I'm not positive if this is Corbin's first that bad in a <laughs> – varsity game but that thing just came right at his head and i mean right at his head it was almost comical of course he's probably not too upset considering he's up in the count one and oh but that's something we'll kind of remember if uh, we can assume that it, this is his first varsity at bat it came right at his helmet so four pitches from anderson and four non-strikes runner at second now and that one's low and outside for ball number two and Andrew, if you're Miller West, you're interested. You got. You might have to take a little bit off that fastball again. I mean, you just got to get back. You can't be given any free bases here, especially with this bottom of the order up here for Carney. And a called strike right down the middle on Corbin Ridge. Anderson throws his first strike. At this point, if you're Max Anderson, just let him hit it. You got a four-run lead. Delivers outside for ball number three. Great discipline there by Corbin Rich. I know sometimes when you're fresh in the game as an underclassman, you really want to get something to get you in the newspaper or the box score, but a really nice uh, plate approach there, really trying to help the team out, and now he's got a 3-1 count. 3-1 count. It's hit right up the middle for a base hit. That'll score Shermer. Well, Archer will hold him now, and the throw is way up the line, so Archer really didn't want to get an out. Yeah, really smart there by Ken. I mean, I don't need to make the obvious statement. Coach Archer always knows what he's doing, but especially right there, I think he would have scored, but there's no sense in even taking a 5 to 10% chance of getting thrown out there as it just doesn't benefit you really. And if he does score there, you're still down three runs. And Seth Stroh now the courtesy runner. 
It's a little bit different than the Legion rules. Once you come out of the game like Sestro did, you can't go back and courtesy run, but unless he's re-entering, that might be actually correct since he's the right fielder. So that'll close the book on Corbin. One for one, and he'll hit that box score just like Chris had said. <laughs> so good for Corbin. Sestro leading off at first now. First and third now for the Bearcats. Called strike on Eimberg. Eimberg with an RBI in the last inning. Reached on a walk also in the second. That's big for Anderson, who I think's kind of been putting something back on his fastball. He's been bringing it all the way just because he's as right there. He blows it by. Eimberg get up 0-2, but he's been behind a couple times, so I don't think we've been able to see his best stuff as he's been so and rightly so, been worried about just getting the ball in the zone at some point right here at 0-2. I think you'll see his best stuff. 0-2 pitch is swung on and missed by Sam Eberg. So the first out of the inning, and probably a big sigh of relief for Max Anderson. After falling behind each of the first few batters 2-0, he got Sam Eberg on three pitches, and pinch hitting now for Brant Grosskite. Trey Clevenger. Is Trey Clever? Or excuse me, Connor. Connor is his Clevenger. brother's name Trey? Trey is no longer eligible. Clevenger into the game in the seventh inning. Two on for Carney. Left-hander, and it's high and outside for ball number one. Now, Anderson struggling with that first pitch again. If you're Clevenger, you want to take another one here? Oh, uh, you know, I think if you see something you like, go ahead and take a swing at it. I mean, I, I understand the logic behind taking pitches, and Anderson's been a little bit wild, but I think it's just got to be perfectly put down the middle. Is right there it was located on the outer half. Nothing you could really do with that unless if you're down a couple strikes. He wanted to swing at it, but realized he probably wouldn't get a good wood on it, so he let it off, and it was called strike on the outer half. Stroh at first. Shermer at third, and another ball to Clevenger in the lower half of the order. Trey Rodriguez on deck. Trey would indicate the tying run. Anderson delivers high for ball three. Let's go 3-1 count now here. And I raise the question once more to you, Chris. You watch or do you swing? Uh, you know, three three one here. I think you're probably watching. I know if I were Coach Archer, I don't know if I'd give him the take per se, but you know, it's one of those situations where it's, it's just got to be perfectly thrown, and most likely you kind of just watch her in there. And it's perfectly thrown for a strike right down the middle for a full count. So three two count here on Connor Clevenger. And, you know, the biggest reason for that is you get the same pitch on 3-2 as long as the tying run's not at the plate. So now he'll get another chance and likely get that fastball. Fastball hit short. Could be two to end it. Six to four to three. And that'll do it to end the ball game. So Carney's rally falls up short. Again, no runs on one hit. And one man left on base. There were no errors for Millard West as well. So that'll do it here from Carney. Ten runs. Ten hits and no errors for Millard West. Six runs, nine hits, and four errors for Carney. So ten to six is your final score. Carney will fall to seven and three on the year. Millard West will advance to thirteen and zero. We'll have the postgame show here from Miller or Memorial Field, where Millard West takes down Carney by a score of ten to six. You're listening to ESPN Tri Cities. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! 
Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. Back here at Carney's Memorial Field, Carney falls to Millard West by a score of 10 to 6. Number one, Millard West will advance to 13 and 0. Let's take a look at the Carney numbers. I had Lane Shires one for three with a run scored. Corbin Foster one for three as well with a run scored. Braden Miller one for three. Macy Casper was 0 for four. Tyler Shermer was one for one with a run. He did reach base or one for two, excuse me, via a walk as well. Sestro 0 for one with a run scored. Sam Eingberg was. Um, 0 for 2, but did score off of the second inning walk. Brant Grosskreis was 1 for 2, and Trey Rodriguez was 2 for 3 with a run scored. The winning pitcher for Millard West was Lucas Ballard. Max Anderson did get the save in the relief effort in the seventh inning. We'll take a break. We'll crunch the numbers for Millard West, and we'll have a chance to hopefully catch up with either assistant coach Peyton Cocock or Matt Connett. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. 
At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney. High baseball. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. Back here at Memorial Field alongside Chris Lang and I'm Jeff Babel. Let's take a look at the Millard West stat line. Load Ice was 2 for 4 with the run scored. Eric Standish 2 for 4 with the run as well. Max Anderson 1 for 3. Jackson Wright was the big guy. 3 for 4 with 2 runs scored including a home run, a triple, and a single. Had multiple RBIs. Um, and Cohen Weakland with 1 for 2 with the run. And the 9-hole hitter Garrett Kennedy was 2 for 4 with the run. Uh, Jackson Worley will take the loss for the Bearcats, who again fall to 7-3. and three. They'll have Hastings High tomorrow right here on ESPN Tri-Cities 1460 and 1550. And we're pleased to be joined now by assistant coach Peyton Pocock. Peyton, thanks for joining us. Yep, nice to be here. Uh, I think errors might be the thing I want to start with first. We had four of them, a couple there for, for, for Brant at short. And I think in the third inning that might have been what, what sealed the game – or. Broke open the game when it was 3-3. Three to three. Yeah, we've uh, had some struggles in the field. I mean, our pitcher's been throwing really well, but we've had some uh, some miscues, I would say. We've normally been pretty solid defensively, but we, uh, hit a little skid here, but I think it'll pick up after tomorrow's game. And you guys play Hastings tomorrow, so mm-hmm. give me a little quick preview of that. Uh, well, they got a lot of guys with a lot of experience. Sure. They have very good players, and we expect to see some very good arms in the field. Hey, Peyton, uh, why don't you break down your pitch in your league? I thought Jackson Worley, you know, he obviously had the one mistake to right, but, I mean, it didn't, sounds like to me that kid's been hitting everybody this year. Uh, uh, yeah, for sure. That kid uh, obviously can swing it pretty well. I mean, obviously top to bottom, their lineup's pretty pretty stellar. But uh, I think Jackson pitched really well. I mean, he commanded his fastball, had – was through throw his secondary pitches for strikes. I mean – you can. They came out, and if those four errors don't happen, I think this is a much different ball game late here. And then a little bit too about uh, Etherton. You know, he had the one. I believe there was one ball that was he maybe gave up a triple. I, again, I think right. But besides that, really, now he gave up some hits. But for the most part, I believe they were infield hits. They were little blue hits. Yeah. Talk a little about about him and uh, his ability. Maybe the the stat line doesn't look necessarily fantastic, but to come in and you know give you some quality innings against the number one team in the state. Yeah, you nailed there. I mean, he came in and they had they didn't get very many. Good swings off of him. I mean, they had some soft hit balls there after that triple. But, uh, I mean, Nolan's got a good curveball. He's going to keep teams off balance with that. I mean, he did everything we asked of him. Like I said, again, had maybe a few errors behind him. So, honestly, he did everything we asked of him today. So, tough luck loss here for the Carney Bearcats, 10-6. to mm-hmm. six. We've got, uh, in addition to Hastings on tomorrow, we've got the Heartland Athletic Conference bracket that came out today as well and you guys will start off with Lincoln East in the 4-5 matchup I guess break down the bracket if you could coach do you think you guys have a very good chance to win that game and then make a deep run 
Uh, yeah, this will be our second time facing Lincoln East, so we expect to p possibly see the same arms we did that first meeting. Um, and I think if we win that game, we are playing Friday, and that would be against um, – it'll be against one of those top four seeds. I know that for yeah, sure. Yeah, it would be um, on Friday against the top seeded – Yeah, so Lincoln Southeast. Mm -hmm. So, yeah um, – but again, a uh, what was it six to two victory over Lincoln East? But you can't yeah. overlook them first, and of course, Absolutely. you've got Carney as well. But uh, uh, the Heartland Athletic Conference tournament will be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and we'll have the Hastings game here on ESPN Tri Cities. So, thanks again for joining us, Coach, and uh, good luck against Hastings tomorrow. We'll yep. see you then. Thank you, appreciate it. All right, and that was Assistant Coach Peyton Pocock, and that'll do it here from Memorial Field alongside Chris Langan. I'm Jeff Babel. Stacey Johns back in the studio. Chris, any final thoughts? Uh, you know, I wish I wish I would have asked about Corbin Rich to see what his age was. But I mean, I was <laughs> that was a pretty impressive at bat for what I presume. I, at, at the very oldest, that uh, young man is a sophomore, but I think there's a chance he's a freshman. That was a a, a really nice piece of hitting there. And you know, I, I think the biggest takeaway is there's obviously some disappointment if you're Carney to lose a game ten to six. But I think that the main thing you look back on is this was a game that. Uh, really four errors and really the two specific errors that happened with the bases loaded or runners in scoring position with, I think, multiple outs. That's kind of what caved Carney in. And if you're being completely honest about it, that's a game. If you're going to have those errors, you want to have them in uh, early April, as opposed to when you're making a run at state and potentially further than that. So the biggest thing, I think, early in the season, when you need those wild card points, you want to win. But at the same time, showing your ability to have potential sure. and errors, things of that nature, those are things that are very fixable. Things that aren't fixable is striking out 14, 15 times. Right. They did not do that today. So in terms of a season outlook, I think you can look at this game. And I really, quite frankly, I think you look at it as a check mark and a positive. So Carney will fall to 7-3 and three on the year. They'll have Hastings tomorrow. Here on ESPN Tri-Cities, we like to welcome our Hastings listeners who are listening in on 1550 now. Now that we're done here at Memorial Field, we'll take you to Westwood One's coverage of the national championship game, West Virginia and Texas Tech. Quick pick, Chris, who do you got tonight? Uh, I, I wish Auburn was playing. And I've been winning the <laughs> tournament, and there's still some salt about that. But I, I'll, I'll take Virginia. I think uh, Virginia hasn't covered the point spread in like four of their last five games, and Texas Tech's on a roll here, but I'm going to go with the bigger sample size. I think Virginia will win by about three or four points. All right, so let's join Westwood One coverage now. Thank you for listening to Carnahan Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. From Memorial Field, I'm Jeff Babel. The preceding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-Cities sports production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com. To Spain and Fitz on ESPN Radio. The title game approaches. Texas Tech, Virginia, tonight's men's basketball national championship.